Hams in my pants. Gonna make me dance. Hams. Got hams in my pants. Gonna make me dance. Got steaks inside my pants. Huh. Steaks right inside my pants. Gonna raise them steaks. Gonna lower them steaks. Gonna put them in my underpants. I got shrimps. Shrimps in my dick. Shrimps. Shrimps on my clit. Gonna put some red sauce in that bitch. Gonna put some red sauce in that slit. Gonna give you something to dip them shrimps. My grandfather almost drowned in guacamole. I told him not to fill up all his holies. Uh. Meat. Cheese. Lettuce. Lettuce. Bread, 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 bread. Go to the chipotle, eat some bread. Gonna add some lettuce on that bread. Extra guac on my cock. That's just what I say to the cops. Then more bread. Then more bread, 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 some bread, 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 mayo. It is our first part of the best of 2018. Isn't that right, boys? Aren't you, aren't you excited, boys? Woo! No? Oh, okay. All right, all right. To my right. Ow! To my right, I have Shane Soul. Hey. Into yeah. my left, the ever so ever quest loving piece of my baby darling's mother. Andy Alhaus. EverQuest is okay, I guess. What? It, okay. Well, All right. You said See, EverQuest. EverQuest, yeah. I'd rather have Everclear. Oh, baby. Or just isopropyl alcohol down my throat. Yeah, why not? Beautiful. Why not? Uh, so it's 2018. It's For coming, now. but it's yeah, it's coming to a close, and we're here to tell the people what the best of the best is. Only the best. Only the best. Better than all the rest. All filler, no killer. All oh, killer, no, no pillar. No pillars. The other way around. The other way around. In a world. Remix. Remix. Life. My nibs. That's what I do when I go to the doctor. I say, remix my nibs. Remix. And Larry Nasser's like, yeah. Oh. So, all right. So, before. What? You don't what? I don't understand that reference. You're too young. That's You're right. Young. I'm a fucking sperm cell swimming around in my daddy's nutsack. That's not He only lets me come out every other Tuesday to do this goddamn podcast. We record every week. What are you talking about, Andy? No, yeah, Get sure we do. <laughs> Get it right. And my name is fucking Barney or some shit because, you know, I'm a baby. That's all I know about. Why do you do this to us? Why are you trying to tear us apart by making yourself seem like a sperm all the time? I just really like jizz. 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> that was not me. Well, what do you want from me? <laughs> you I could mean, have blamed it on him. <laughs> for one, an apology. Why are you making sperm noises? <laughs> yeah. I can't help it. Yum, 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 yum. Oh, boy. Um, leave. Leave now. Okay, well, there. <laughs> no one wants you. Yum, yum. And so we're here, 2018, the best yep. of part ones, baby. That's right, that's right, that's right. And we're going to jump into it. That's right. We got, we got multiple, just like last year, we have multiple beers of the week, guys. We, oh. we have many beers oh, of the it's, week. Oh. It's too busy for one beer. Yeah, it's too busy. We got to double get two. up the ante. We got two tickets to midnight. We got four buckets of come. What? Where did you get those? That's so much. Why do you have all of those? I thought it was a milk not. cow. Whatever you were going to say, you, it's not. You were going to say dreidel, weren't you? I was going to say dreidel. For once, he finally was going to say dreidel, Andy. B-Y-O-C. Be, bring your own cadreidel. That's it. Yeah. That's the surprise. I thought it was going to be cadaver, and you used the cadaver as a dreidel. You were going to say cadaver, right? You were going to say cadaver, right? Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Yeah. You no. were gonna say uh, cum guzzler, right? Yeah, no. Before <laughs> bring your own cum guzzler. <laughs> Be- before we get too crazy, guys. No, no. Get crazier. No, 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 no. Before we get too crazy, we gotta thank our patrons. Oh wait, what? <sighs> Why yeah. are you saying it oh like that? I'm not happy about it. Okay, you... our patrons. It's it's a hard. Wait, switch. wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Did somebody we called that called you out? Somebody called us out last I, episode. Uh, yeah, and I and I said essentially suck my dick metaphorically, of course. <laughs> and then I said pay us and I'll stop. And guess what, man? Honestly, it, it was like a couple hours after was, the episode was released. Yeah, <laughs> it was a very minimal time frame. We have the most dedicated of fans. We have <laughs> we're the we're so annoying in some aspects that we force people <laughs> to give money. By any means necessary. By any means necessary. If you don't give us money, we won't stop. We know that you have a choice to listen to this podcast, but we're not going to stop so, doing something that annoys you. Yeah, so if you want uh, a weekly podcast um, released uh, that's nothing, it's just dead air rather than a, a normal podcast, go ahead get on that $50 a, a month tier. <laughs> and we'll be sure to do that. Every single month we will release one episode that's literally nothing. Thing. Why? Why limit it to a month? I, Every week? Well, no. I'm just. Andy, don't be stupid. That would mean four people would have to do the fifty dollar tier. Sure. So, <laughs> so we'll, we'll, <laughs> for every fifty dollar tier member, yeah. we will release a, a silent episode. A silent episode per month for no. them only. For <laughs> it's an exclusive episode. No, it'll make it available to everybody. But, well, no, it'll be exclusive for the first week. Oh, and then release it to everybody there we go. afterwards. They get the, they get the early I release. Like yep. I like that. For those. Short for the low, low price of only fifty dollars a month. You can't beat. It. You can have early access to the silent podcast. And you know you can just sign up for a month. Yeah, yeah. Just one month. Because you know month. there's going to be more people that want to get on that on board just with that. Try, oh, just absolutely. Try it out. See how that fifty a month feels. What what a value, you know. Look what you're getting for fifty whole dollars. Fifty whole dollars. 
You get an entire podcast dedicated to you. Exactly. We'll put your name in the title. We'll put your address in the uh, the description, and we'll <laughs> we won't tell you to f- and go fuck yourself. We just won't say anything. There'll at be all. no nothing. So for fifty dollars a month, you'll get a very personalized uh, silent podcast. episode. Yeah. It'll Enjoy. Be, it'll be awesome. Enjoy. We were looking for those to sell out quick. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. My daddy's been looking to shut me up for years. He's finally gonna do it. <laughs> finally gonna do it so perfect well anyway welcome aboard nate d oh yeah welcome aboard the patreon train thank you nate d. who else do we got we now we got nate d mark h mark h mary h mary h tj tj bradley j bradley j and mark s mark mark s that's right a lot of people that's a lot of people no go back in time to yourself and say hey you would tell yourself if you were to go turn back my mic up loud if you go back in time to yourself beginning this podcast and say hey in just two short years there will be like what seven people who are going to give you money for the show that you already plan on doing hell yeah <laughs> yeah and it's not my mom. It's somebody else's mom. Yeah. Shane. I mean, I can tell yeah. her to stop. No. Why? Andy's mom, don't ever stop. I don't like that. Never stop. Don't never Andy's stop. Mom. No. Andy's mom, I never want you to stop. Nope. No, no, never no, 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 stop. no, no. I never no. want you to stop. Go God. forever. In fact, give me more. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get for having a mom. It's like the like <laughs> literally not even like an hour ago. I specifically said, "Hey, listen to these episodes. Your beer will be on here." Yeah, listen that's to this a, one. Yeah, that's the wrong move. I'm man. just like, just listen to them all. You'll get it. Yeah. Ugh. Wait, babe. Well, we got to start off with a uh, beer of the week. Guys. What beer of the week? No, what? Andy, come stop on. it. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, hey. That was alright. That's manageable. Oh, that's oh. a manageable level. Oh, it's the best though. But I don't feel so good about it. Oh my god, I get diarrhea. Shane, uh, it's the best diarrhea. Oh, it's the best. It hurts so good. It's coming. It's coming. Oh, shit! It's Popeye's diarrhea. It's the best diarrhea. Guys, I don't feel any. Let's keep on the other end. That's your version of the best diarrhea is mouth diarrhea? He cherishes his butthole so much he doesn't want to poop on him. Oh my god, the pristine butthole of Andy. That's my mommy always says. Wig. Wig. Um, so in front of us, uh, we we got uh, one beer divided in divided three, in three. But we're gonna divide so many. <laughs> do we need to do it? It's one beer. Go ahead, go ahead. Andy, come on. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Oh, you gotta, that was me. One beer, one beer, one beer, one 
more beer divided in three. Takes more beer than it pours in three glasses. We take all beers and we pour it in three. Don't get it down, we're fucking each other. Gotta say, fuck yeah. It's three. <laughs> Three, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I don't know what the end of that one is. Um, So here we do have a Patreon beer. The end of that one's just you going, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, how we, that's how we should all do that. I'll, we'll do it next time for the next beer we divide in three. Um, and we got a Patreon beer here uh, for my brother from the literal pussy mother. Shabushka, bro. Yeah. Is it whiskey? Is it whiskey? It's not sweet whiskey, bro. Is it for local, bro? It's not for local. He did want to give us that, though. And I told him no. <laughs> he keeps telling us that he's going to get us to drink that, but it's just like. I don't know. How, he's had it for what? Almost 10 years now? Close. Yeah. It's maybe more. Our our dynamic with that four loco is a lot like that for, song. Wait, with that what? With that four loco, bro. Okay. All right. Is a lot like that song, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Like Mark, it's a back and forth. He's just like, yeah. Mark's the dude trying to fuck us into like staying, and we're the <laughs> we're the chicks trying to get out so people don't judge our whoriness. So he's just like, well, come take a drink, and I'm like, oh come on, dude, <laughs> like don't do this, don't, <laughs> like stop, don't pour it in the sink. And I'm not, no, nah, I know, but you should just do give that. it a chance. Like, yeah, what, what it's my doctor gonna think? It's really bad, I know. It's Got a lot of ABV. I can't stand the calories. A lot, a lot of caffeine. It tastes like lemon with pie. Just don't pay attention to the lemon. I think I have lice. Just drink it down a little bit more. I really wish you wouldn't just force. Just drink it, drink it. Baby, it tastes like shit. Just drink it, you bitch. I don't want any of it. I don't know how I've held on for so long. Please stop holding on to me. I just want you to drink my four loco. Please stop putting the funnel in my mouth. You're my little baby, bro. It's got a bushka, yeah, to drink it on up. It's practically whiskey. I'm pregnant with my child. Cause baby, it's loco. Good job, Shane. You did it. <laughs> you I mean, guys did it. It's a duet. What would it's he have It's a call done? and response. It's not a call and response and response. Macaulay that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I know. You know what that was? You know what that song was missing? The third person. <laughs> the third person. <laughs> the third person. The third guy in the corner being like, you can do whatever. <laughs> I mean, well, I, don't, I don't fucking care. Do you guys want me to go? Or I should c- I stay? I should go. It's like, cold outside. I mean, it's, it's my house too. But <laughs> this is like, a duplex. I don't want to be weird about this it. This is a duplex. Oh. Uh, we'll get to the topics later. I'm just going to sit on the couch. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. Guys, put your clothes back on. What the fuck? I live here. <laughs> it's cold outside, but it's hot shit in here. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. Turn the fucking fireplace down, Dave. Turn the fireplace down? Yes. You know how fucking crazy you sound right now? It's so hot. <laughs> you don't, it's so hot in here. Your fireplace isn't on like some kind of dial. Oh, you, dial, turn down the fire. No, you put wood in there you just gotta let it go take the fire out then are you, you put retarded? a funnel in my mouth are, are you c- not gonna help me you're f- are you you're not uh, you could go I, I like could the door go. is right there I could yeah go. but it's cold outside fucking stay okay I guess you're getting right. real forceful about <laughs> yeah, Dave, this bro what's your problem bro I don't know if I'm appreciating this I don't care how cold
old it is. I mean, but it's your. I mean, you guys do what you want. Yeah, like, I'm just gonna sit by this. I knew what he wanted. Yeah, I mean, I knew what he wanted. Sweat my ass off. If anything, it's, it's my so fault. Fucking hot in here. I'm gonna fuck this bitch on the fucking fur carpet. That's right in front of me. You're gonna be closer to the fire than I am, and I, I am dying. Are already sweating. I'm gonna sweat all over this leather couch. <laughs> I'm just telling you. It's, it's gross. Did you? The couch did it. Was it the not sweat. Me. It happens. Why are you fighting? Come on, I'm supposed to be getting horny here. He's telling me to stay in because I thought cold. you were leaving. Yeah, but you I. You don't I, fucking I, leave. It's cold outside. You stupid bitch. Stay I, here I and think suck I my knob. Stay. I don't remember you being so forceful before. Yeah, you were a lot light. You were a lot nicer trying to shove the full loco in my mouth. <laughs> that was somehow better than this. Weirdly enough. Yeah. What are the neighbors gonna think? I don't, you fucking slut. If I just walk out, I guess. I don't know that you tried to rape me. I don't know. Yeah, no, like you, you, you seem to be on the back side of this. Like if she leaves now, that's the good thing. That's the good thing. If you leave now, I will literally murder you. But she'll be gone, so you can't get her. It's a real Beauty and the Beast scenario, because I feel like he's he won't do it, but he might. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you gonna I, I try can to change him. I but if you do the love thing, just so you know, I love you. We just met twelve. If you don't love me minutes back, ago, I walked in. I will kill you. I she came here and you. gave me this pizza, and then you're all like, "Drink just four loco." And yeah, you try. This is where we're at now. Yeah, oh. like, I'm grubhubbing, bro. Like, gonna, I mean, I got pizza. You guys can, like, split it with me if you want. Yeah, okay. Like, you want to get in on this? Like, give me five bucks. No, I'll let you bang this hoe. I'm not. That, I, I'm I, just I, looking for my tip. I'll give you a tip. God I, damn it. You kind of set yourself up say, for that yeah, one. That, why you, do I do this? I mean, you should have I'll known. give you a tip. I'll punch you right in the fucking tit. That's just, that is straight up assault, sir. <laughs> I cannot condone your actions <laughs> any longer. Why don't you share that Fort Loco, bro? I mean, you do what you want, though. I don't fucking... I'm just going to sit here on this couch, eat this pizza, and sweat to death by this fire. Isn't there a beer wind with the skid end? <laughs> can I go home yet, guys? Yeah, you can You go can home. leave at any time. No one's fucking keeping you here. Yeah, go. Okay, I'm going to go. go. All right, I'm going to go. keep that funnel. <laughs> that bear is already dead. You did not need to shoot the rug. Oh. It fucking scared me. I'm glad that you knew it was a bear rug. <laughs> Is that the beer knocking? Because I really want to drink it. I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> I'll get the door. No, don't answer it. Someone's got to. No. It's really cold outside. I don't know why you didn't tell me that. Well, you were you were the one saying it. I'm just saying. Let's drink a beer. Weak. No. Great. <laughs> <laughs> this beer is so hot now. <laughs> Hot well, beer. Why do we do this? You've been us. holding it next to the fire this entire time. <laughs> Nobody turned down the fire. Yeah, we did like turn down the fire. God, that's the most illogical thing that I've ever heard in my life. That's not true. If it's a propane fire, no, I understand yeah. that it's probably more commonplace now than actual fireplaces. No, but, turn down the fire. But growing up around an actual fireplace, when you say turn down oh the God, fire, you, you sound like a psychopath. Raised by a fireplace. Obviously, that's what raised that meant. By a daddy fu fireplace. How are you? Oh, ah! daddy. Earth. I'll have my fire! Hey! No, no, oh, no. Alright, give me the fire. Hey, I'm Andy Stan! No, How's it going? I have my fire! I, get, hey. I am not. What? 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 <laughs> what is this? I love that guy. He's He'll great. be back. Bank it. See you later, yeah, Andy's dad. I'm for Aeroplane! Yeah, yeah!
Yeah, yeah. All right, let's do it. He's John Travolta, I think. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> is. a real John Travolta-type dad. No, he totally is. One, we got this from a patron. My brother. We yes. talked about that. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> what beer is this? It's a uh, Game of Thrones-style uh, <clears throat> beer. You've probably all seen it in the stores. It's called Queen of the Seven Kingdoms. Let me Google and see if it's better hot. By, it definitely is. By Amigang? Oh, my gang. Sounds like a slur. Oh, my gang. <clears throat> All right, Shane, we got this beer. Why don't you read a little bit of copy from this? Uh, oh, Queen of the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah, Queen of the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah. Mm. Oh, are you already doing? No, oh, I was gonna. No, no, he had it right. He was doing it. Sounded like it. Yeah, you sure? You're, you're a queen. Okay. Yeah. Of seven kingdoms. Yeah. You're... An exceptional blend of oh, Belgian God. sour ale. But you have really bad gas. <laughs> there we go. Come on. An exceptional blend of Belgian sour ale and Belgian style blonde ale. Queen of the Seven Kingdoms is fit for a fair ruler who is an acerbic as they come. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> Queen of the Seven Kingdoms pours a pale gold color with a brilliant white head. Aromas of melon, citrus, and lactic acidity meld together with fruity esters from the Belgian yeast. That's like a jet ski, dude. I'm not... I do not feel bad. You will take my gas as a juicy treat, you peasants. Yes, milady, give me your gas. Let me put my tongue on your buttocks. Get that machine gun gas today. Whoops. Take that Popeyes, milady. Toxicious flavors, softened to Ye sweet malt flavors, with notes of apricots. <laughs> the finish is dry and crisp, with a subtle citrus bite from the lemon peel. Milady, thou art going to blow out thine anus if you push so hard. With sharp aged cheeses and salty <laughs> meats, dark meat, red meat, or dark poultry, and spiced desserts like pumpkin pie or apple tots. Good day. Eat cake. Oh, my lady. I'm gonna go to the loo. <laughs> sounds like you already did, but all right. Yeah. Change me, Nickers. Oh, don't you say, can't say that. Say that. No, 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 no. I get what. Stop it. I got no. me Nickers in a got... bundle. Stop. <laughs> no. Just changing me Nickers. No. <laughs> you got all the poop <laughs> in my Nickers. <laughs> I'm a fresh pair of niggas. I mean, imagining after I bleep it how it's all gonna sound. I need my fresh niggas. Right, stop them. All right, all right. So we got this beer. Jesus Christ. Uh, we got this beer from my brother. Uh, I'm a gang. Uh, Queen of the Seven Kingdoms. It's a sour blonde ale. If you didn't get that, I don't even remember what percentage you said it was. I don't think I saw a percentage. Yes, 100%. It's uh, 6.4. Okay. Sour blonde 
ale blend. Cool. Um, there's a lot less copy on this bottle yeah. now that I look at it. <laughs> All right, so in three, two, one. Huh. Mm-hmm. I like it. I it's guess. good. It's different. It's watery. There's no, there's no like crazy it's not flavor sour. going on. It's a little tart. It's not, more tart. Maybe it's yeah. my fucked up taste buds, but I don't taste the sour. Yeah, there's a slight tartness. It's not sour. It's not like when it says it's a blend of sour ale. Yeah. You don't get the sour ale part of it. No, no. The blonde ale definitely overpowers with a little bit yes. of tartiness it's coming almost, in at the end there. It's almost got some like wheat characters in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah, almost like a wheat beer. Yeah, not no. a, but a blonde. But yeah, I, I I would say more wheat than anything yeah. with with tartness. Yeah, so. le- I get the lemon for sure. Yeah, that's where the yeah. tartness is coming from. You get that lemon lemoniness. Lemoniness. I think it's very good though. Yeah, I'm okay with this. I th- I think I drink it normally, like because it comes in like a slightly larger than a pint bottle. 750 milliliters, a bottle of wine, a bottle, sized bottle, a bottle of gin, even. Uh, that's how I know sizes. <laughs> gin <laughs> bottles. Gin bottles. It's a gin bottle worth of beer. Um, and it's usually around fifteen dollars for this. The website says MSRP is twelve ninety nine. Okay, so, so those fuckers are marking it up. Oh bitches. man! Oh man! Um, all right. Well, uh, good because that's <coughs> oh god, Willem Dafoe. Jesus Christ! A more reasonable price, in my <coughs> yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, we got to get into it. And just like last year, I'm thinking maybe we start with what. We all know and love so much beer. Ugh. Yeah, that's right, guys. So if you've never tuned in for a best of podcast, we're going to be going over what our personal opinions of what we thought were the best of 2018 that we yes. saw. The qualifier is that if it was like a movie, video game, or TV show, what have you, album, yeah. uh, that it had to be released within 2018. As far as beer goes, I think it's just any new beer that we have had in 2018. Yeah. 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 So. Um, or if it's like a TV show, it had to have at least part of a season in 2018. Correct. So if it started right. in 2017 but ended in 2018, that's fine. Yeah. I don't so, think we had anything like that, though. No. In in this show, in this show uh, part one, we're going to cover beer, our favorite streamers, our favorite podcast, and what was the last one? Music? I believe it was music, yes. Uh, sure. I don't think so. I I'm pretty positive it is, but we're gonna start off with the best of beer, guys. Who who wants to go first? Who wants to t- say their top three beer picks? Beer mm-hmm. picks. Beer picks. Beer picks. Beer picks. Nick, why don't you start it off? Oh oh, <laughs> I love your beer opinion. Oh well, I, I really your beer opinions. My bear my bear ass opinion. Yes. Because you know me, I always give my opinions when I'm bare-assed, getting fucked. What? I'm sorry, bare-assed, getting fucked? Bear, bear. Is, that beer? Is that a beer? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's my number uh, three beer. All right, so let me just pull out my dick real quick. Okay. All right, so we're going to go from uh, three to one. Three, two, one. With our picks, of course. 
So number three, uh, in my opinion, of the best beers I've had in 2018 is one I actually just recently had Ooh. not too long ago, like two or three weeks. Okay. Okay. Fresh, fresh pick. Yeah, fresh pick. And I really liked it that much. It's called Gen- uh, Genetic Drift by uh, Speciations Artisan Ales. Ooh. Yes. So this is like a farmhouse sour ale um, and it's a little pricey per bottle Mm -hmm. uh, but man it was delicious it is everything I would love in a sour beer it's light it's tart it's sour power it is so good and not to mention as as these these two saw today uh it looks like we're in a running to get some free beer from them that's Uh, exciting Mm. they they did say they were gonna send us some stuff for uh, some sponsored episodes upcoming so hopefully you two can participate looking forward in the madness that is uh this delicious they're in comstock michigan okay i didn't realize that until later beautiful and uh, too far away yes and i'm looking I'm looking forward to uh, doing taking what they call a beer drag from them, and mm-hmm. what it is is taking that leftover yeast at the bottom of the big ass bottle they send because those their bottles are also 750 milliliters, okay. um, and the, and they're pricey. But I'm gonna harvest that yeast, and I'm gonna use it in one of my beers too. Oh shit! They got they got some weird yeast going on there. Nice. It's all weird op- yeast. It's all open fermentation, so it's all yeast from outdoors. Oh. It's not like stuff you buy in a store. They just let it sit. Wild, there. wild yeast. Wild yeast. Wild yeast. Oh god. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. I can get behind that. My mommy's got some wild yeast. Uh, all right. Second on my list. Odd side ales coming through with apricot dank juice. Oh, apricot dank juice. Shane, me and you, <laughs> me and you, me and you went to the public house uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yes. So this one also is very fresh on my list. Yeah, that was only a couple weeks what ago. What did my face look like while I was drinking this beer? You looked like you were falling in love with the beer. I was falling in love with this beer. That's what it looked like, 100%. Absolutely. It was a... My face hurt from smiling at this beer. <laughs> I got this beer. I ordered it as a... Uh, uh, it, it advertised itself as an Hazy Brute IPA, mm. which does not exist <laughs> in any shape of fashion. Uh, the whole draw to like a brute, a brute IPA is that it's clear like champagne because it, it dries like really dry. Right. So it's like the opposite of what hazy is. So whatever they wrote <laughs> hazy down, hazy Yeah, whatever they wrote down on the menu, absolutely yeah. wrong. Perfect. So my research, it's the only apricot one they have is apricot dank juice, and it's also a hazy IPA. That makes sense. Uh, but man, it was so good. It looked like orange juice when it came to the table. Yes, it did. It smelled like fucking hop heaven mm. and it tasted so good it was very good it was hey, let so me try good. a little si- i managed to squeeze out a sip from you after i was trying blind, out blindsided by its beautiful <laughs> taste god it was painful it was that was a good beer it was a painful I'm beer for glad me. we stumbled across it i'm glad yeah i'm glad mm. they're fucking idiots and they they don't know what they have <laughs> wow they don't know what they have there um and then my number one is one that we actually had on the show because <laughs> um, not all these are ones we've had on the show but uh, my pick for number one is Prairie and Friends Prairie versus 
I still don't even know how to say it. It's T R T. Is it true? It's just I think true. It's supposed to be you think true. so? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll take your word for it, uh, but that's the name of the beer, and it's one we had on the show, and you guys actually didn't care for it too much because it had this like liquid penny effect on the, the bottle because uh-huh. it had like oxidation toward the top, so it was like brown goo. Very almost. much so. But it, it, I bought like eight more bottles of that stuff after it and none of them had that so i think we just got a bad bottle but bad there was bottle. there was something so delicious about this sour farmhouse ale from them i i know it's a discontinued beer so mm-hmm. if you can find it good on you it was bottled in 2016 as we discussed on the podcast and i fucking loved it loved it loved it i bought the entire place out of them and then i found out like two weeks later they had more in the back and they put it out because it was on clearance like, right normally it's like a ten dollar a bottle type beer and it was yeah, on clearance for like four. Oh jesus i know i bought them all and i drank them all and it was so good <laughs> and i'm so sad that it's it's coming to an end i found them at one other place and they sell them full price still so oh, unfortunately i'm not sense. willing to shout out that much for a singular beer can't blame you on that but it was so so good. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Shane, you look like you're ready. Yeah. You look like you're ready to go. Oh, I'm always ready, baby. Fucking do it then. Yeah. Do it. On my best of list, for number three, I went with Pure Speculation Ooh. by Jolly Pumpkin, Artisan Ales. Uh, that was one I didn't get to try on the show. That was one of the shows I missed. Yes. Uh, but I was still lucky enough to grab a can in the pack that was so lovingly given to us by... Jolly Pumpkin. Yeah. Wonderful sponsors. Yes, fantastic. But no, I got to try it in my leisure. Yes. I just kind of sit home and sip it and this is fucking good. It was like good. I mean it's not it's not to say that it's anything crazy, it's no crazy flavors on it. It's just an IPA. Mm-hmm. But it was just a very good IPA. Yeah, it was Which if you know Jolly Pumpkin is also very different for them. Yes. So they do not do IPAs generally. <clears throat> By any means. Yeah, they only do sours. In fact, they actually just released uh, their announcement for their second non-sour. <gasps> We're going to have to try to get it. Yes, for sure. Because if it's anything like pure speculation as far as being just a quality, quality beer. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fantastic. I mean, it made your number three. Right. So, I mean, we've had a lot of beer. Yeah, I like beer. <laughs> <laughs> number two spot on my list, I went with Cucumber Crush. Ooh, by, by Ten, Ten Barrel. Ten Barrel, yeah. This just hit so many spots with me. I am a huge fan of cucumber, mm-hmm. especially cucumber drinks. They've just always been something that draws me to them because they're fucking delicious. They're, yeah, there's nothing like a cool, refreshing cucumber taste, and it's a, in a beer. It's that nice. captures that cucumber flavor yeah. so well, and it presents so well in the beer as well. Man, that was a good beer. It's not something you get that much in beer. No, not at all. Not at all. And that's different. Oh, it's it so was. different because it's not even close to a flavor you see in beers ever. Yeah. But it worked. For me, it worked incredibly well. I a agree. lot of that cucumber came through. I love fucking cucumber flavor. Yeah. So it all worked into a perfect package. Damn, it was tasty. It was. Mm. I, rem- I remember seeing the can in Meyer, and it was a beautiful can by Ten Barrel. Beautiful white and green, wonderful label. Everyone should check it out. You can still get it. It's still out there. It's not too late. You can do it. And then number one on my list... My favorite beer of the year. A beer that we had on the show and I've gone back to many times since because it fits my lifestyle so perfectly. 
King Cobra? <laughs> is it King Cobra? The Hemperer. He wasn't oh, here for that. Yeah. <laughs> My new <laughs> Belgian brewing. Oh, the Hemperer. I mean, HPA, as they call it. Yeah, it makes sense. It's really good. It's so good. It's just a good hemp flavor, a good hemp scent that just works really well with hops because they're part of the same family of plants. I heard it cures you from hepatitis. No, it doesn't. That's, I, <laughs> That's I, not true. I, I haven't heard that. I feel but like my just... doctor would have recommended that for my hepatitis. <laughs> hepatitis. Yeah, hepatitis. Yeah. It was it's fucking good. It It's crisp and clean, and it's not overpowering with hoppiness because the hemp side of the things just balances it so well. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It was a good beer. Ugh. It was an interesting beer. I, you know... Not uh, not one like familiar with you know I'm familiar with the smell and everything like that and there's one thing this beer has is the aroma of yes. weed hemp ha- sure bro <laughs> keep telling yourself that hemp it's it smells the, like dope it smells like dope hemp it does seeds uh so it's uh it was a good I like this beer too fantastic it it's like it's one of those beers if I saw it and I was just you know, gonna make a variety six pack. Mm-hmm. I'd throw that one in there. I don't yeah. think I'd buy a full six pack of it personally, but I also I just think going forward, you're probably gonna see a lot more a ton of them yeah. hemp <clears throat> beers just because they the flavors pair really well with hops mm-hmm. and it just it just makes sense. And there's a big yeah. crowd for it. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it and you know the Delicious. beer community is all about finding that next interesting flavor. Oh, of course. You think HPAs are gonna be the next thing? May I hope I would. I'm on board. I'm Maybe just saying I'm on board. Maybe in Michigan, <laughs> right? I think he was making fun of you, Andy. I can't tell. <laughs> that. That's what it seemed like. <laughs> That's what it seemed like oh, to I'm me. Sorry, I'll, Hemperer, I'll stab him outside. New Belgian. How about Check that? It out. Ooh. Andy. Yeah. Your turn. We uh, did the beers. How about you do the beers? Yeah. Um. So. Mine, I don't have them in any particular order just because I couldn't. I have a really hard time putting things in order like best to last or like best to worst. Um, but the three that I picked, I will start with uh, one that you brought, Shane, for one of our um, one of our shows. And these are all three of these were on our shows, and I've never had them ever since. But they were so good. Uh, the Frutalica beer that you Frutalica, had, Frutalica. Yes, I forgot about Frutalica. That was really fucking good. That was a tasty ass beer. Yeah, it was. It was a sour wasn't it i think it was like some I kind don't of no it was like some like fruity was. sour hybrid i remember either way i remember i, I remember it was like really fruity and I, know, tasty. I know yeah the fruits were very punchy from what yeah. i remember plus the whole like the bottle art was really cool on it um and then uh the next thing i have on my list what is it how do you say arabic cadabra oh, from yes. bells yeah the the coffee beer that coffee for days not as coffee as your coffee beer but <laughs> Nothing not, is. Not many are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but you guys know how much I love stouts, and that was just the perfect stout. Yeah. And uh, I have, I haven't, I think I've seen it a few times. I've never actually picked it up again though. Um, but that was really good. And lastly, the fucking s'more stout from s'more Shorts, stout. because they somehow were able to capture the taste of you mean, a toasted. You mean Rochester Mills? Nope. It says shorts then right we, here. Do we just have it? The bourbon barrel age? That was just toasted marshmallow. That, that was, was that was toasted marshmallow, yeah. Yes. 
I don't Shorts, recall this. Shorts one. had a s'more stout, and remember, we were bewildered because they got the taste of a graham cracker. Oh yeah, oh, in yeah. the bottle. Now that yeah. you say the graham cracker, now yeah. I'm remembering. All the it was like the through. tasted of a toasted graham cracker in liquid form, and it wasn't weird. Yeah, yeah. they somehow like, managed to get all of the flavors. That anytime you would want somebody in there. tries like trying to get something that shouldn't be a liquid into a liquid, it just doesn't work out right. The only right. other beer that works right is the PB and J beer by I was about to say. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but. It tastes like bread. It tasted it like, like bread, bread and peanut, and peanut butter, butter and jelly. <laughs> it was the perfect like choices they made on that. But no, this s'more stout was just somehow perfect. Yeah. It was like probably one of the best beers I've had all year. Shorts just released a peanut butter cup that a, a stout, imperial Ooh. stout, I think, that's supposed to be very, very good. I've uh, had it. So maybe we'll be able to uh, grab a bottle of that because it looks good. It definitely sounds promising. Yeah. Looks good. Okay. All right. Well, that's our beers. We got any honorable mentions? Uh, Bud Light Orange for existing. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Shane, do you got any? No. I think I think my only one on that was gonna be pure speculation, but since you you put it, because originally pure speculation was uh, my number three. Oh yeah, um, it was okay. I, I didn't think it was as good as you're not an IPA guy though. So. I mean, I I'm kind of getting there, but still, it just wasn't. I don't know. It just didn't. I don't know. The I way, drank it. The way I mean, you I drank say you're kind of getting in uh, into an IPA is like somebody who's never actually gonna orgasm, but you keep saying, "No, I'm getting there." Like I'm, I'm gonna get there, but you're not gonna get there, are Thanks. you? Thanks. Are you gonna orgasm or not? That's all I'm Apparently asking. Apparently not. I'm asking you. I'll that. never come again. He's not gonna get there. Did I say you? No. Hold on. Did well, I, Andy? Did I ever say that you were never going to come again? Is that what I said? Pretty much. Yeah. Let me thoroughly apologize if that's what I said. I'm sorry for saying that you will never come again. Okay, now make me come. I mean, you're almost there, right? <laughs> 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 All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're going to move on to our next... We don't have a sketchy on this one. Sometimes when we agree on something, we give it a sketchy. We get on it. (laughs) And the sketchy goes to... To Bud Light Orange. Yeah. Pepper? Did you say pepper? Emperor. (laughs) Oh, I thought you said pepper. Sketchy goes to Corona. Yum. Pepper. Uh, So we're going to move on to our next topic. Uh, Shane, why don't you start us off on this one? It is going to be our favorite podcast of 2018 favorite podcasts uh yeah that's all right first up on my list in number three the number three spot um a new podcast this year from the how stuff works network uh, which is a fantastic podcasting network. they got a lot of cool shit um but i went with for this spot behind the bastards Ooh. Um, for those who are maybe not aware what this podcast is, Behind the Bastards is a podcast hosted by Robert Evans. Okay. Um, he's a former writer at Cracked.com, mm-hmm. who, after fucking Crack imploded, ended up <laughs> spurling off onto his own. Did um, Crack implode? Basically. Oh. They fired their entire video staff. Oh. And most of their writers. It was a shit show. Intriguing. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, then Cracked again, is... In fairness, I didn't pay attention to Cracked that much. I'll so. love me some crack back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but... Say, I haven't but. been to Cracked.com in like seven years. Oh, so good. But anyway, um, Robert Evans was one of their writers for many years, but um, he's very good at writing. I know. I Weird, right? But that's... How does it translate to a podcast medium if you're really good at writing? 
Well, basically what he does week to week, he goes through and tells the unknown histories of some of the world's worst people, uh, the bastards of history, as it were. So he takes a historical figure or in some cases, present day bastards mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just kind of explains their story. Um, not just the bad shit they did, but like their entire history, like their childhood up through what led to them doing their evil, awful shit. And often telling you the stuff you didn't know about them. Like in one episode where he did the whole thing about Saddam Hussein. Did you know that Saddam Hussein wrote surprisingly progressive romance novels? I didn't. I I didn't. Because he does. (laughs) Well, did. Well, yes, he did. (laughs) But he goes into that kind of deeper shit that you don't know. I mean, he could still be writing them, right? He's dead, so. Yeah. What? He could be writing them in hell. Or the episode where he goes over the contents of the hard drive that was recovered from Osama bin Laden's computer. He's a really Middle East-driven type of dude. He had a computer? Those are two things. He also did more recent ones with, uh, like, Paul Manafort, Mm -hmm. who you may know from the news. A little bit. um, And explains how he invented lobbying as we know it and fucking destroyed our political system in very interesting details. Interesting. Um, It's just... it's kind of funny at times like he is a comedy writer so he manages to have a comedic spin on it to an extent that's the best Um, kind of news in my opinion (laughs) (laughs) but it's even better it's not just him uh he every week he has a guest on which is either someone from a show that's also on the house stuff networks or comedians that he knows yeah um and the best part is they don't know what they're there for Mm -hmm. or like what the topic's going to be until they're recording good so it's not like them doing research about something sounds like us it's more just him telling them about it and then that person reacting and asking questions and it ends up being a very insightful kind of funny kind of terrifying look at some of history's worst people in a way that's really really addictive like you start listening and you just can't stop good because there's a lot of cool shit in there it's a good podcast i'll have to check that one behind the bastards highly recommend okay yeah i can honestly say i've never heard of that one check it out i will have to uh moving right along into the number two spot the daily zeitgeist i think this one was on your list last it was on my list it was i looked at it and i just checked the last year's list so it's (laughs) still so fucking good um it's a daily show monday through friday usually so it's a daily show yeah kind of um (laughs) but it's a about an hour long episode um every day monday through friday where they talk about the news of the previous day um stuff that's in the zeitgeist of our nation just kind of what's going on in our day in the world always with a comedic bent like they're trying to be funny and have a good time they always have a top a guest on that's a comedian from the LA area, which is where they record from. The guest always comes on to, um, and has three things that they bring with them, which is an overrated, something that they think is overrated. Okay. Underrated, something they think is underrated. And then a myth, something that people take for granted or think is true. That isn't true. Usually not very serious topics on those fronts, more just kind of like funny, jokey stuff that happens. Just like our topic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Then they go into stuff that happens during the day, like important stuff too, like politics. I'll get into, but then again, it's a very esoteric stuff, like on today's episode, uh, today when we're recording this, they went into that article that went around about the cube rule regarding what is and isn't a sandwich. Mm. And that was... What? It's like the age-old question, is a hot dog a sandwich? No, a hot dog's a hot dog. No, a hot dog's a taco. No, a hot dog's a hot dog. See, okay, we're not going to get <laughs> There's started. There's a cube rule. We'll get to that another day when we get the topics. It's just, it's it cool happens. shit like that. Um, and then at the end of the episode, they ride out on a song that Miles Gray, one of the hosts, picks, mm-hmm. which is really, it's almost always just kind of very 
out there shit, like not mainstream stuff. That he's like, just check this track out. It's a really good way to find new music that I found, mm-hmm. um, which is really nice too. It's just it's a good fucking show. And and since they've gone into the new year, they've also changed up the format a little bit because they had the daily show Monday through Friday, but they also have a weekly zeitgeist on Saturday. Okay, which wraps oh. up the week in one one hour episode. They, they take the best of that week. So like a John Oliver situation, and just put it into one episode for you to watch if you don't or listen to if you don't want to do all five. Sure. So it's a way to still get it if you can't do the daily commitment because that's a lot of podcasting um if you don't have time in your day to fit in an hour a day you got a way to do an hour once a week and you still get the still get to kind of get a little bit of the feel for it great podcast fair highly recommend fair fair and number one on my list for sure reply all once again a a podcast i haven't heard of um something that i fell into about two months ago i just had a random suggestion like someone's like oh this is a fantastic podcast check it out okay i'll give it a listen listen to like three episodes download the entire back catalog and just work my way through the entire thing um it's just it's they say it's an it's a podcast about the internet which is kind of true but completely undersells what the show is Yeah, i was about to say you make Um, them sound like they're liars um but it, it is about the internet that's mostly what their topics are but the better way to describe it, I think, is it's kind of like This American Life, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. for our generation. Because a lot of it is investigative journalism. Yeah. They do a lot of that. I like This American Life. <laughs> I, Come on. I do, too. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's for our generation, it's too. Not quite. But it's still good. But this they're leaning more towards a younger market. Yeah. While still being very good investigative journalism on those shows. Um, some of the more recent ones, they they also smartly have different segments for the shows. Mm-hmm. They don't need to do all of them in every show. They just kind of bring out ones here and there. Like one of their segments is super tech support, where it's someone has a technical issue, but it's way harder than your normal tech support is going to be able to cover. So they call into the show and try to have them figure out what to do. Um, one of them was a girl had her Snapchat hacked Ooh. and wanted to figure out what the fuck happened and how can I get it back. And I'm not going to go into the minutiae of it, but essentially, the dude not only figures out how it was done, he finds out who did it, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. manages to get that person and the girl on a call together That's to awesome. talk about it. Okay. It's fucking cool, and it delves not even just into what happened in this speci- this specific situation, but how phishing works, how scamming works, how privacy is a big fucking issue, and you should pay attention to it. Yeah. It does a really good job of delving into that kind of stuff. It's really good. But then there's also lighter side of stuff, too. Um, there was not lighter, but not as serious, because there was an episode with a girl who... Really loved The Sims. Love playing The Sims. Uh, Who doesn't? Most girls Sims do. Sims is fucking great. Most, most people love The Sims. Fantastic game. But um, she talks about how when she was younger, she played it all the time. She had a really close relationship with her grandma, one of her best friends. <laughs> loved her grandma. Spent all the time with her. Her mom and her grandma had a bad relationship. When grandma died, she wasn't there for her and wasn't able to see her pass or say goodbye or anything. Sure, sure. And ended up putting her grandma in The Sims. I knew this is where it was going. <laughs> but it was also one of the later Sims where they introduced the concept of aging and dying. Yeah. And having, because she also goes into detail about, I guess there's a, she's black, but there's a. Wow, dude. She, it's an important part of the show. But there's a, apparently a whole dedicated community to recreating black culture in The Sims. <laughs> because if you didn't notice, it's not there. Sims isn't very black, um, so there's a whole dedicated scene to that. And she they got really aliens de- and shit, but can't do black. <laughs> she got really deep into that and was able to recreate like the entirety of what she knows from her childhood with her grandma. So she had ended up having that bond 
almost rekindled from this game and then turned on the dying part and got to grieve her grandma's death That's very through strange. a video game yeah. because she couldn't physically have it in the real world. Just what? really interesting stuff like that. What? Why couldn't she have it in the real world? Because her mom and her grandma had a strange oh, relationship. Okay, so okay, she okay. wasn't there. Just it's and then there's really silly offbeats, offbeat little quips like yes, yes, no. Yeah. Uh, which is where their producer finds something on the internet that they don't fucking understand. Something on Twitter because it's dumb millennial culture and it's bullshit. Yeah. And they bring it to the two hosts and they're like, what does this mean? <laughs> and and until they get to yes, 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 everybody understands it. So it's basically just an older guy who doesn't know what the fuck the internet is trying to have two younger people explain the internet to him which until, is almost right, always hilarious until he realizes what it's actually exactly about. yep i got you yeah it's really funny at times really emotional at times too That's but about, it's just a good good fucking podcast i can see the comparisons to why you would say it's a lot like this american mm-hmm. life the yeah. my favorite episode is when he delves into telemarketing scams yeah and not gonna get into the details again but needless to say he goes to fucking india and finds the call center that's intense it gets super fucking intense that's awesome (laughs) great fucking podcast cannot recommend it enough Hmm. yeah reply all check it out all right i'll have to check out i'm gonna add it's by it says make sure you get the right one because i just looked it up and there's two of them Uh, reply all by gimlet media yeah it's it's reply space all by gimlet gimlet media um they they've done a lot of uh, fictional podcasts. Okay. Um, Homecoming is one of their more popular ones that they've kind of made their name on, and they've started delving into some other shit too after that. But yeah, delve into that shit. Good. Oh. Good. Good. Dude, good. You're getting a delve. Reply all. Check it out. Ooh, Andy. Hi. Excuse me. Are you ready to give us your potties? I am. Ooh. <laughs> nope, not anymore. What? Come on. I get. I. I bring it back. Got it. Um, I didn't really listen to a whole lot of podcasts this year, but there are a few that I did listen to pretty regularly. Nice. Uh, one of them being this podcast for quality control. <laughs> but uh, And it's always quality. Yep. Control. Top quality. quality. We keep that quality very low. <laughs> and can control. Make sure we control it very low. <laughs> um, another one being Comedy Bang Bang again. Comedy Bing yeah. Bing. Uh, not as much. I didn't listen to it as much as I did last year. But there are still a few of them that just make me fucking laugh. Just this deep belly laugh that's fucking great. Yeah. Um, I, I've listened to pretty much every comedy bang bong this year as well. And uh, unfortunately, the quality, the, the the guests are really what make this show. And yeah. mm-hmm. unfortunately, they're not getting a lot of what was considered the regulars the uh, past few years. They started Pro- getting- probably because they're g- getting careers and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. I got they- time for this podcast pulled. These they started getting like musical guests, yeah. and I always was just like, I don't want to listen. Like if I wanted to listen to music, I listen to music. I don't want to. I want I to that. laugh. I don't yeah. want to sit yeah. here and listen to this song. So uh, that was when like when they started getting musical guests at the beginning of the year. I was like, ah, maybe not. So I just I would skip them and I would wait until I see ones with names that I liked. So whenever I'd see like John Gabris or Laura Lapkus or TMD, I would yeah. always. I would always get onto those, but a lot of them I, I skipped on them. But I still think it's hilarious. I th- still think Scott Ackerman's character on this show is, I think, honestly, getting funnier. He he is getting funnier, but it, like you said, with the right guests, you got Jason Manzukis, who yeah. really plays great. Anytime anytime Jason Manzukis is on, I'm always ready to go because yeah. he just cracks me up. 
And I, it made me start to, uh, so like it made me want to watch, listen to uh, How Did This Get Made? Because he's always talking about How Did This Get Made? Yeah. But like uh, making fun of it though. Kind of, I guess so. I, I think, think he's, he's ragging on I it. I still think he wants you to listen to it though because it's his <laughs> it, podcast. It, it's his, yeah, network. Yeah. Um, but then I listened to it and I realized I fucking hate Paul Shear outside of his characters he does. It, it's love hate with Paul Shear. Paul Shear, because like I started, so I started like the skyscraper episode because that one had PFT on it. Yeah. And so I started listening to it and then Paul Shear is just, just screaming the entire time. Like he's just yelling in the microphone and it's like, like that's all i do it's like it's true but like but it's not good like when you do it it's entertaining (laughs) i don't know (laughs) it was it it wasn't great so i was just like "Eh, not for me so i skipped on that but comedy bang bang still kind of good after all these years number one like cringe worthy episode of comedy bing bong this year is uh that reggie watts episode do you remember listening yes i do it was a fucking it's so weird because Hmm. they they started in the comedy uh bang bang tv show together they did great but for some reason like nothing clicked on that episode everything was the thing is is that reggie was with one of his like musical partners yeah and it was a musical episode and they were making music and he played a song that just went on forever. It was it was a fucking weird. It was like they all took really bad drugs that made them sad and then didn't want to do the podcast but decided to do it anyway. It was, yeah, it was just like, and I think he even said like that was three songs mashed into one and I'm like, oh, okay, that was awful. Never do that again. Yeah, it was It was a weird, it was, it, it, it turned me, like I stopped listening for like a month after that episode. <laughs> like I had to go to rehab for it. It was it was, it was a weird episode. So best of, <laughs> but it's, it's had some good it's ones. It's still good. Like they're like the episodes that I with the people that I mentioned are by far like the most funny things I've ever listened to. The 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 guy with the guy with what was the episode the singing the boat of love or something? Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. one was so good, so fucking funny. When they hit it out of the park. They hit it. It's out like of the park. it's it's either it's really fucking funny or it's a flop. Nothing. Yeah. Right. Just like us, man. <laughs> oh no. I c- except it's usually a little bit more on the red side of the scale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, We're no. in the red, baby. That's not good. You don't oh, want to be in the red. Shit. I'm red. Uh, but my number one uh podcast is only on here by technicality because it is a video medium that can also work in a podcast, and that is the Critical Role podcast about D and D. Oh, yeah. And I only started listening to the podcast like within the last couple weeks because i would watch the the videos i'd watch the live streams and i'd watch the videos on youtube and uh i kind of stopped doing that just because it's tough to stay up until like one in the morning yeah paying attention to people sitting at a table (laughs) playing dungeons and dragons like it's entertaining don't get me wrong but like it's really tough to stay awake because they start at seven pacific yeah which is 9 p.m our time yeah it's it's stupid late when when they start our time yeah no 10 p.m is when yeah, it starts it? Okay. They start seven, that's 10 yeah, yeah it starts know, at 10 p.m late, and, and it's usually three or four that. hours long so it's really tough this, to yeah this last episode i don't know if you saw it's five hours long i didn't see it yet i'm on i i started i picked that's up where long. i left off and i'm like 30 something yeah i'm on episode <clears> like 35 i think well they got one of the girls uh from that's, true blood she's also so in daredevil she's the redhead yeah, deborah ann wool yeah and i i'm in and you don't <laughs> it's redhead I'm in but I was I hey, uh, what in like 
I'm not gonna. Rape, I'm not gonna rape her if that's what you no, think what? I meant. No, what? Is that what Shane, you jumped to? Shane, why are you to? telling him to rape her? I don't you want can, to do that. It should be consensual. She seems of like Nick, a very Nick, sweet girl. Nick, it's okay. You don't have to do that. Thank you. Consensual. I'm, I don't want to do fornication. Okay, say it like that again. We're cool, but stop. so anyway, I was afraid to switch over to the podcast because there are a lot of points in this show where it's clearly a physical medium that you need to see, like any kind of pantomiming they're doing. Like they'll stop, like they'll do something and they'll stop talking, and they're obviously pantomiming something. And it's like, oh, uh, great, I can't see what's going on because I'm in a podcast. Yeah, but I've been kind of going back and forth between the podcast and then when I'm at work, I'll put it up on a video and I'll watch the video. So. So it's kind of found a happy medium, but it's it's Fair a enough. nice thing to turn on and listen to these people play D and D. And honestly, I think it makes I think it makes people play D and D better just because it allows you it opens up your mind to like what is possible with D and D. It's makes true. Sense. It's true. And if there's any and like if there's any kind of D and D medium to consume, like when it comes to media. Critical role should be what you're watching and or listening to. Nice. Okay. Good inputs. <laughs> Good inputs. Thank you, Andy. Thank you very much for Andy. sharing. And you don't have to rape anybody. Thank you. Obviously. I mean, Shane wants me to. I've but. never wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I guess it's my turn. Yeah. That would by default. I guess. Um, unless we literally. Uh, what was? You know, let's just skip him. What was that milk steak? Yeah, never mind. <laughs> I've already messed everything up. Talking about Philip Philip Sofo Philip Soho. No, no, no. I was talking. He made a milk steak. I was, I was talking says. about that the little creature that brought us the uh, milkshake style last time. The milkshake. The milkshake midget. midget. Yeah, I just couldn't remember. If the he had milk a name. steak midget. I said milkshake. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> he did. I need. I need. Uh, um. <laughs> I will say though, there's a guy on YouTube named Philip Soho who looks like a fucking homeless person, and he made milk steak, and he said it's actually not that bad. I'm I don't not gonna him. try it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he did it with the jelly beans and everything. Oh, that might have been the reason for the season. No. Okay. All right. Uh, so my podcast number three, I got off camera with Sam Jones. Okay. Um, Who's Sam Jones? Why does that name sound familiar? Uh, I Is he mean, an actor? No. Uh, I, it might be his. His name might be an actor's name, like the old guy from like uh, the fucking yeah guy with the dude he's yep. al- always plays a cowboy guy with the dude sam jones he's huh. really old he was like alex the, jones he, he was the dad from the ranch yeah i know you're talking yeah. about the guy with the mustache yeah it's that not guy. that guy <laughs> okay it's not that guy cool. thanks nick <laughs> i'm just saying where you're getting sam jones from oh so you know that guy uh you know he's on doctor who he's got a british accent um He's got the thing and Benedict the shoes. Cumberbatch. Yeah, not that guy. Not that okay, guy. Got it. <laughs> this guy at least has the same name. Um, all right. Anyway, so Sam Jones is a uh, photographer who does a lot of well photography and uh, stuff yeah. like that. Uh, but that he, all checks out. He also does a lot of shoots for with like celebrities and stuff like that. He's very high profile, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he uh, d- sorry, he was Flash Gordon. Sam Jones was Flash Gordon. Oh, okay. okay. I wonder who I'm thinking of. Try try to figure out who yeah, I, yeah, mustache I got mustache guy. Um, so Sam Jones off camera. Uh, one it comes in one of two formats: video, which is shot uh, strictly in monochromatic, so black and white. Okay. Uh, which is a very odd choice, but it's it looks beautiful. Do what you got to do. I do what you got to do. 
And then uh, uh, the Sam Elliott. That's Sam Elliott. Yeah, not that guy then. Okay, <laughs> still not that guy. Still not that still guy. Not, yeah, guy. And uh, and then there's the podcast version, and uh, he pretty much just has uh movie stars on and and some uh like music artists as well uh but primarily uh movie stars and uh it's just such a a fluid conversation it's not like like over like just somebody asking questions in a press junket like he's friends with like everybody so it's a very cool conversation one of the best ones is with michael shannon uh just because i've always been interested to know more about michael shannon and there's no like he is kind of an enigma he is a weird guy Uh like uh, i could have told you that but like you don't like i never know that much about him uh in general but uh it's just one of those conversations where it's so fluid and comes out naturally you learn a lot about uh actors uh uh, on the podcast it's really great the last one i listened to was bo burnham which i hate bo burnham why i I don't think he was funny and i saw him live before he got like super popular at like a college and i was like why does everybody love this guy he's so i always great i just always assumed he was like a hyper like energetic like nutball like he was when i saw him i guess 12 years ago now but it was actually one of the most fascinating well-spoken interviews i had listened to on off camera and uh i was really impressed by bo burnham uh because of this interview i i'm interested to actually seeing that movie eighth grade or something like that uh something with him in it uh you should see make happy it's really uh, make happy. That's an older one, right? What's the, the one? one? He's also on uh, that one with uh, so Kumail Nanjiani. The one yes. about him and his wife. Yes. Oh, the big sick. The big sick. The big sick. Gotcha. Yeah. He was also on this show. There's an HBO show with like a bunch of comedians are sitting in a circle. Like Game shoot. of Thrones. No, nope. yep. <laughs> not that. Why? One. Why? I'm, you know me. I click. It's like it's like a bunch of comedians sitting in a circle, and it's a bunch of these old comedians. It's like Mark Marin and Ray Romano, and then like a couple other people, and then it's Bo Burnham, who is like the other end of the generation gap mm-hmm. for these comedians, and these guys are just cracking up from him. Yeah, and and that's nothing I would have expected. So no, he's great. He really is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll give it. I'll give him a lot of credit. He. he exceeded my expectations but there's a, a lot of really great interviews yeah. there's a ton of episodes already nice. and they're fascinating and they go in depths of you know their personal life and cover their careers and a lot of really great interesting stories uh so off camera with sam jones perfect is my number three perfect uh my number two is gonna be uh, a podcast on the earwolf network um andy daly pilot podcast project okay um clearly it stars andy daly and uh and uh primarily his partner matt gorley and pretty much every episode uh they 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 made the season one years ago years ago and then they just like dropped it uh andy daly was doing a bunch of shows on like comedy central Mm -hmm. including his one show review um and and stuff like that But they finally came back to do uh, season two, which I'm so happy because uh, season one was one of my uh, favorite uh, things with uh, Don DeMello, Eye on the Theater. Okay. Uh, I love that. Uh, that's one of my f- most listened to podcasts ever. But uh, they did a season two. So every episode mm-hmm. on this is a pilot uh, of, of a podcast that could be picked up. 
Okay. So it's essentially them, those guys, and maybe a few extra guests coming in to do voices. And each podcast is essentially an entirely different podcast. Okay. Uh, all in the regards that they're all pilots and they're all being sent to Scott Ackerman of Comedy Bang Bing. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't even say it right anymore. No. And uh, who and, said Comedy Bing? T- TMD said Comedy Bing Bong a lot. Yeah, he said Comedy Bing Bong. And um, uh, so uh, and so it's just supposed to be a random hodgepodge of pilots that are getting sent to Earwolf. Okay. Uh, it, it's really weird. Each episode is great. There's in my opinion, uh, there's almost no bad ones. Maybe one in the bunch of like eight that they release a season. They don't release a ton. Like right. it, it's a short-lived thing when they get the time. I know they are good to go for a season three. I'm very excited for that. Okay. Um, I did pour you more of that if you wanted it. Um, but uh, it's just overall a super duper funny show. Uh, they get people like my, Matt Besser and uh, stuff like that. Those episodes are always great. Uh, I mean, uh, Paul F. Tompkins is on there as well. So Andy Daly Podcast Pilot Project. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. That's so many. Li- it's, it's a lot. Podcast Pilot Project. Yeah. Perfect. And my number one. What is it, Nikki? Me and Andy are seeing eye to eye. So Ooh, I'm, I'm feeling dick to dick. Sketchy on this one. Almost. Oh shit. That's two v three, baby. It's critical two v, role. Two, two, two v three. That means two you v lose. Two v three. Two well, v yeah. one. My Ooh. vote counts for three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're better than us. Um, By it, one. It's true. Oh, God. Air in my mouth. There Usually. That's not air. So, uh, my number one podcast is Critical Role. Okay. I fucking love it. I've been I've been loving D&D lately. Um, I, I've been, I've been playing with like different characters in my mind, like trying to like think about it all the time because I'm, I'm into it. Uh, we're playing, well, we just ended our campaign actually. Yes. Uh, we just ended our first nice. campaign of D and D took fucking forever. It took forever. They always do. Um, yeah. but I, I love the idea of it. I love how it plays now that I kind of understand it better. And the reason I understand it better, just like Andy said, is because I listened to critical role and it kind of gave me a new idea on on how to play and what I could and could not do and also what might be annoying to keep trying to do yeah and that's that's a very fine line uh I mean I try to keep the annoyances down when I play like if I'm gonna keep me on my toes well and I think that's a good thing but you know you don't you don't you don't want somebody to just rinse and repeat like the same questions over and over again. You yeah, know what I mean, that sounds awful. It, it sounds like an absolute nightmare. It sounds like a nightmare, and so yeah. it, it's one of those things. I bet. I, <laughs> I just want to uh, uh, tell anybody who's interested in D and D a great place to start is Campaign Two of Critical Role. Mm-hmm. It's it, each episode is like four hours long, like you said. So like mm-hmm. right now they're on like episode forty-five. It's yeah. so many hours of entertainment. Jesus. It's That's too much. And it's really good. The The one thing that we failed to mention is that uh, if you're unfamiliar with Critical Role, it is all, they're all voice actors. So yes. every person on this show is a voice actor. So they have that heightened role playing ability. So I, they're able yeah. to dive into these characters a little bit. But the nice thing it is, is like it can show, it shows you like there are so many different possibilities that you can do with yeah with D&D. Yeah, I mean they explore a deeper element than I think the normal player will uh with their characters like yep. uh, going, you know, in between they make it a real almost 
uh, drama, which is good for what they do. Because it's good for the medium. Yeah. It's good for the medium. As normal players, I can see how most people wouldn't feel comfortable trying to go that deep. Yeah. The, the, like, the one thing that I, I read a lot when I'm looking stuff up on like D&D forums is that while Critical Role is a great medium to kind of get ideas from, do not expect your DM to be as good as Matt Mercer yeah. because they never will be. <laughs> They'll never be a Matt Mercer. No. Uh, uh, which is he's he's one of the best. I I, I watched a few different D and D either you know video uh, you know podcasts on Twitch or mm-hmm. try to listen to a few. And so, I mean, there are plenty that are very good, but Critical Role is on an entirely different level yeah. of, of good when it comes to D and D. And it and, and honestly, it makes me super excited to play D and D, which yeah. is becoming a much bigger thing as the years go on. Again, it's kind of hitting a resurgence i feel because it is i'm meeting a ton of people that i never thought would be playing D D, and they've either been playing it relatively recently or been wanting to get into it because a bunch of other people are yeah. so and like uh kind of piggybacking off something you said about uh, recommending campaign two campaign one is not bad so don't take that as like campaign one is bad don't watch it by all means go ahead and watch it there's 115 episodes at three or four hours long mm-hmm. so, so if you wanted to start that you could i tried yeah. and honestly it's not bad there's there it's we're not saying it's bad no uh it just took them a very long time to get out of the mindset because these guys used to play uh in their in their home they used to play in matt mercer's home yeah and they would get together they would actually get together sunday mornings mm-hmm. get brunch and play all day long which sounds great they would me. go from sun up to sundown and yeah. then into the night and so it took them a while to kind of get out of that you know we're in a private place to we're on yeah. camera and we have to be careful what we do and so like it doesn't really get to like that really good feeling until about 20 to 30 episodes in but yeah. by then that's what how many hours 200 300 hours a lot of hours yeah so in in fairness i recommend starting with season two just because campaign one on the podcast kind of starts in the middle of their game that's not to say you can't grasp what's going on no because i mean the beginning of the show starts in the middle of their game correct they they are level nine when they start and they're already on a quest yeah so it's like they they start in the middle of their game already yeah so i just say start campaign two just to start new characters new world and and uh, everything and all the characters are, are pretty great and there are some moments I found myself literally yelling in my car about how happy I was that they actually rolled a d20 or how miserable yeah I you knew. get involved you, and like yeah you get emotionally invested in critical role it's great and and they have great guests on uh, that only compliment the show mm-hmm. uh, so I would I, I it's great I I can't stay up like Andy said and watch the video ones I regret it because I would love to be caught up all mm-hmm. the time but honestly when i'm at work and you know i work long hours and so a four or five hour podcast is honestly perfect yeah the the podcasts are a week behind so the podcast comes out the week after the Correct. episode airs on twitch mm-hmm. uh the video on youtube airs the monday after the episode correct so you can get on the video earlier than you can the podcast but the podcast is good for if you want to have it playing when you can't be watching video like in the car Makes Ex- sense. exactly uh so my number one and your number one critical role and the sketchy goes to critical role she looks so fucking angry yeah dude. Shane, like why don't 
<laughs> you look like you just took a shit in your britches. Do whatever you want. Yeah. It looks like you just. <laughs> what are you so mad that you I enjoy like your podcast? You look like you just took a shit in your nick. Watch whatever you want. Oh, don't say it like that. Come sorry, on, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. We're gonna take. Uh, a so go out there and wait. Go on there and play D and D. Go out there, play D and D. Seriously, it's so yeah. great. It's so awesome. It could be literally anything you want. We had an area where we had a, a brief like twenty minute thing where we had a role play Nick shitting. Because he ate teeth. I ate candies. He ate teeth. They tell me that. So we had to have an encounter that was him rolling to make sure that he can pass the teeth without dying. But wait, it gets better. Somebody, the wizard in our group, goes to a cup and goes, hey, does this have liquid in it? And I go, yeah, it's got liquid in it. He goes, okay, I use my shape water spell and I put the water up his ass to kind of give him an enema. It's true. The problem is, is that it wasn't water. It was alcohol. And my character straight edge. <laughs> and his character is straight edge. So he basically boofed him and got him wasted, which caused him to have a like a psychological breakdown. Yeah, Perfect. wasn't a good. I think my favorite moment is when I screamed so loud I scared the spiders to get a, a, a surprise attack round, even though they were trying to surprise yeah. us. Because I literally screamed as loud as I could at yeah. the table. It was amazing. Uh, so you go play D&D. Play D&D. That's the moral of this whole category <laughs> is go play D&D. It's so it's great. It's great. It can be whatever you want it to be. And if you're afraid of being a DM, don't. It's hard. I'll tell you that much. But it's so much fun. And it's very rewarding when your players have a good time. Mm-hmm. So we're, uh, we're going to take a quick two minutes. Not that it's going to matter to you. Wash out our glasses. Go get our second beer. So we'll be right back. And then we're going to fuck each other for a bit. Nope. Here. Uh, so I brought you this 
here. And I hope you enjoyed, but you still have ten more bees before I go away. They don't call me the milkshake midget for nothing. Oh. I'm gonna fuck that midget, Shane. I'm gonna fuck that midget. I'm not gonna stop you. I'm fucking it. Gotta go. We'll see you later, boys. Listen to his little pitter patter feet. God, don't be rude. It's so cute. What? Wait, <laughs> what? That's right. We're back. God, we rolled God. the die of. Don't get doom. your in a nut. God damn it. We rolled the die of doom uh, to see what Rochester Mills uh, milkshake stout that we got next out of their twelve days of stoutness or whatever the fuck they want to call their stout days of twelveness. Yes, that's it. Um, and uh, it's and, and Shane, what we got? What do we got here, boy? What do we got? We have. German chocolate cake milkshake stout. Oh, sounds so good. I want to give me the German cake now. Oh, Jesus Please Christ. Please shove it down my mouth like filthy man. Here you go. I always like that movie, mm. Matilda. I can't find any copy. Where the fat ass the odometer. Where the fat ass boy eats all the chocolate cake, and then the lady just makes more chocolate cake, and then he has to eat it because he is a fat ass. Ale with milk, sugars, cocoa nibs, and coconut. Oh, I love the nibs. Okay, so you, you, that's all you got. There's no copy. There's no copy. That's no copy. There's no copy. Here, yeah, let me make up some copy. Okay, do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, here at Rasmus's Mills, we make German milkshakes out so hot, so horny, so milky. Doesn't I'm, Rochester Mills have the get fucked bartender? Uh, it has many. It has rumored that that man, man has worked in many a brewery. Uh, here we have a stout that looks minorly clear and also looks delicious in many of his forms now I would like to test you in uh, do you like to save our Lord Jesus Christ or do would you like to just drink the beer I just want to drink the okay, beer okay so maybe you guys want to talk about our Lord Savior Jesus Christ uh, another time when you're not drinking beer. yeah sure whatever get the fuck out of okay. here we're gonna drink beer I'll talk to you later beer of the week <laughs> got to go <laughs> Okay, guys. Uh, we got this one beer divided in three. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, so we're going to. Uh, you want to hit that beer, the the one beer divided in three keyboard, so we can do it. Just do it. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Stop looking at me. One beer divided in three. Got a one beer divided in three. Gonna take one beer. I hope that really plays out well. Yeah, post. we'll find it out. It'll sound great. <laughs> it just sounds like three Bobcat Goldthwaites. <laughs> <laughs> you guys smell this beer? 
Yeah, it smells like fucking deliciousness. It smells like co- coconut. Yeah, it's not, it smells like suntan lotion. Oh, it smells man. so good. It doesn't smell that good. Let's go uh, ahead and I'll, give this a drinky drink. Three. Well, hold on. Two. Hold on. Wh- hold on. Why? We, do we even know what the ABV was? Do a we thousand s- percent. It's right it, under your finger. It's five point two. Okay. Uh, IBU's twenty German chocolate cake milkshake stout. Twenty German co- chocolate cakes. Let's do it. That's twenty. Three. That's two tens. Three. Twenty. Two. One. Swansig. That tastes exactly like German chocolate cake. Good grief. Whew. I think it could be a little this bit. This is dangerous. More. I think it could be a little bit more chocolatey. Oh, my God. No, I perfect. think it's perfect. It's perfect. I think that it tastes oh. like suntan lotion from the 90s. No, it tastes Smells. like the frosting you put on German chocolate cake. I don't I don't know. Oh, that's so good. It's, start, it's delicious. It's starting to, it's starting to how hit do the they, sides of my tongue. How can they do oh. this? This should be against the law. Sorcery. Pure sorcery. Oh, you, uh, I don't. That know. is fucking. Hold on, God let me try it again. Damn yeah, it. try it again. If you're a fan of German chocolate cake, which I am, this I is get fantastic. what you're saying about coconut, but it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It's good touch. Good. I mean, it's good. It's a good beer. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. There is a bitter chocolate to it in the back, which I like. Yeah, it's that dark chocolate. Yeah, it does. It does feel more like a dark chocolate. Don't. This is somehow more desserty than the toasted marshmallow was. It was. I didn't think it would get more desserty than that, but no, it did. no, definitely, it we totally got, did. And we got ten more of <sighs> these beers to go, baby. Oh, Shane just down the hatch. That. Oh, it's so fucking good. Oh, Andy's right behind him. Ooh, I'm saving more for later. I can drink that until I'm done. I, I could literally drink like six of those in yeah. one sitting mm-hmm. and forget. And I'd then, feel awful. Andy, and then I'd stand down. up and I'd be drunk. Andy, I would be a, calm down. It would be a bad time. Stop trying to take it from me, Andy. Andy, leave the glass alone. Come on, man. No, no. Stop trying to take it. Okay, you took it. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that was easy, right? <laughs> yeah, no, you just kind of gave right in. Oh, yeah, I always give in. Oh. Uh, Oh, God. All right. right. We will move right along. We got a couple more things to cover in this first episode. Why don't we move along into our favorite streamers of the year? Yeah. And I'm going to start. Start this one off. Because I watch Twitch.tv. You do look like a guy who like, oh, my God. Let me watch the latest cool guy. Yeah. Kappa, Kappa. Kappa, 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 Kappa. Is that a race thing? It's a Twitch thing. Just. Let it happen. All I imagine is you fall for the lamest clickbait ever. Like, it's some thumbnail of a guy super enlarged with, like, oh, I made this much money? And he's just, like, looking at a pile of money and, like, it's a, uh, <laughs> a, a, a thing of blueberry jelly. You know what's sad? And I imagine you click it and you're like, yeah, I want to know how he made so much money with that blueberry jelly. That's you what know I want to know. You know what's sad is that... Oh, no. Linus Tech Tips had to switch their thumbnails over to that because they, they generated more clicks that way. Makes it, sense. It, it annoys me, but I... He even really... made a video saying, listen, this way just works, okay? So this is how we're going to be doing it. If you don't like it, unsubscribe. Like, that's what it is. You know what I really hate now is all the cell phone uh, companies using the Fortnite font. You gotta do they, what you gotta do. They all use it yep. now. The biggest font right now is that Fortnite font, and you can just tell Which is... from a mile away, but oh, you I know, know, subliminably, like it's working on kids. It's like a bubbled impact. Like they're that's like, all it is. They're like, I want to know how I, I fuck Fortnite with a pile of jelly. Yeah. How do I make all this money? Say 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 thank you to the bus driver. I'll see you on the battle bus. Maybe it's a good time to be a bus driver nowadays. Yeah, they say thank you to the bus driver. I bet you that kids and then they like blow just his brains out. Just like fucking. Oh come on. 
Kids just fucking meme on bus drivers all the time, and they have no clue because oh, they're like 100 years old. Don't meme on the bus driver. Anyway, my top three streamers are as Perfect. follows. Perfect. Uh, in the number... S- Mm-mm. In the number three spot, not the number three. Three. In the number three spot, I have uh somebody by his stream name is X Glad, but he just they just people just call him Glad. X go give it to you. Nope. Okay, now I don't want to do this at all. What? <laughs> Come on. Sweat. <laughs> Sweat. <laughs> he Sweat. is a Destiny Two streamer, and as you guys know, I play oh, an that's... ungodly amount of Destiny Two. <sighs> um. And he is part of a very well-known clan in Destiny called Redeem. Hate that word. Clan? Yep. Mm. Not a fan. He's got a point. Sorry. Anyway, he is part of the Redeem group. Is that better? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's better. Um, and they were one of the people who finished the raid, the new raid that came out. Yeah, that new raid in uh, September. They were one of the. They were the first team to finish the raid at like eighteen hours. Fuck that. It was absurd. I went to like I started watching like it was so it was released at one p.m. Uh, it was released at one p.m. and these guys started it and there was a race to be the first uh the first team and um the first team was going to get a belt like a championship title belt like from wrestling yeah and it looked fucking amazing and uh like i so i watched it throughout the day and i would turn it on and off and i'd see where people were it's gone shane i want more (laughs) (laughs) and i ended up going to bed when the teams were on the final boss so they were on the final boss when i went to bed when i woke up they were still on that boss oh sounds awful it was nuts it sounds like a bad time so their team their team finished it at like 18 hours 18 hours and x amount of minutes and they were the raids down to like 45 minutes now sure like that's that's how whenever i whenever that's... i run it with my raid group we can do it in 45 minutes that sounds about right but uh no it was nutty and he he's not like he doesn't like do a whole a whole lot when it comes to stream he's not like the doc he doesn't have flashy graphics or mm-hmm. play a character or anything like that he's not like uh alinity where his tits are out i guess i don't know it's he he just kind of he plays the game and he talks to his chat and He's just got like he just has like a very chill tone to him. Sure. And he's a really good destiny player. So it's yeah. it's entertaining to watch. Uh so he was my number three. Um and my number two is a more recent streamer who just kinda came out of nowhere. Okay. And she goes by the name Sweet Anita. Nick knows who I'm talking about. I do, yeah. Um she is a streamer from the UK who mainly plays Overwatch mm-hmm. and then I've seen her play some other single player games like Life is Strange. Um but she has Tourette's. And so her ticks have become a major appeal of her stream because she embraces it. She like mm-hmm. comes out and she says, I have Tourette's. It's okay. like, and you know, they're, they can be offensive at times. They can be, you know, crass at times. And she mm-hmm. goes, it's okay to laugh at them. You know, I've embraced them. So it's okay to laugh at them. And some of her ticks are just hilarious. And it's just the way that like, she'll be talking and then she goes like straight into a tick and then she'll pick up talking again. Yeah. And some of the stories she tells about how it's affected her life um it is so great yeah uh overall yeah no i i think uh i think she's a wonderful streamer i think she's a a great light on uh you know somebody with tourette's Mm -hmm. and she's using it to uh her advantage 
uh, whether yeah. like not on purpose, but it is what it is. And yeah. like within you know a week or two's time, she had like a quarter million followers after yeah. like a few articles were run by her. Like it was a crazy boom. And she is just she's a very sweet girl, very well spoken. Yeah. Um. You know, of course, aside from her tics, but in in general, uh, it just it adds to a comedy factor and stuff like that. It, it's a really a pleasure to listen to her. I'm pretty sure I saw a video of her you watching probably the have. Jay Lethal and Ric Flair promo. Yeah. Okay. It's she's perfect. I I don't I I can't quite put my finger on what makes her entertaining to watch. I I was watching her like while doing dishes and like uh, my wife was just like she's just like I don't know how you can watch her. Like it's it's just she's like she's like it's just like someone with threats. Why is it entertaining? I'm like I don't know. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I, and I, 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 I watched it and I'm like, it's, it's just the way that she, like, the way she talks, the way that her tics are like okay to talk about, because like you kind of feel like there's a stigma on it, like it's not okay to laugh at somebody mm-hmm. who has Tourette's, but mm-hmm. she comes out and says, no, it's fine, like I, I'm okay with it. Yeah, and, and in in fairness, her Tourette's is hilarious. Though the tics that she has is a lot of fuck my biscuit and. Yeah, we're you know a, a lot of very vulgar things and stuff like that. A lot so, of fuck my cunt. I want to fuck your friends. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so for me that's hilarious. Yeah, because I want to fuck a biscuit all the time, and I Perfect. feel bad for saying it. We'll see. A, never mind. Okay, biscuit is a derogatory term for a vagina in Europe. Oh, I meant literal biscuits. <laughs> yeah, not even cookie biscuits. No. Fluffy biscuits. <laughs> she does like tell <laughs> stories. Like she does tell some stories about how certain ticks came to be. Mm-hmm. Like there's one, uh, one of the big ones that like she goes into like an uncontrollable fit when she hears it is banana. Whenever anybody says banana, she goes into an uncontrollable fit of saying I love banana, and she says that over and over and over again. She can't stop. It's to the point where if you trigger it in chat, you will get banned from her <laughs> Twitch channel. That's hilarious. So if you if you trigger any of her ticks especially that one and they call it the b word <laughs> you will get banned from her from her that's Twitch. great i don't Perfect. think i've seen that one but the, it's good I, I i do have her every once in a while uh on you know just in the background just to to have her play she she is really great she would probably be on my list if she wasn't so new to me uh, yeah. you know if she keeps going strong maybe next year yeah uh and then my number one streamer on my list is a guy who is honestly I think he's on his way to the top. This dude is hilarious. He so he goes by the name Pay Money Wubby. <laughs> <laughs> and the name alone is pretty great. Mm-hmm. You might have seen he had a YouTube video that went pretty viral about TikTok. Uh he had a YouTube video viral about TikTok, which is like the app that used to be musically. Yeah. And so that made its round on YouTube and then it got taken down by TikTok who copyright oh, struck shit. it. So he made another video by why that's bullshit and then his original video got put up. Anyway, he has since said that like he used to be pretty big on YouTube. He's since moved over mainly to Twitch and he plays your average games. He plays Blackout, he plays Call of Duty, 
Uh, I think he used to play like Overwatch sometimes. Sometimes I don't know, but like the thing that he does is that his like so like his overlay for Twitch is riddled with like random pictures. Like Bernie Mac is on there somewhere. Yeah. And, like there's like a little girl in the corner for some reason. But he also green screens his background and he wears a green morph suit. So the only thing you see is just his fucking face. Yeah. Uh, his ginger face <laughs> with his like ginger hair poking out of his top and his ginger mustache and he embraces all that shit and like all you see is his fucking face in the corner and it's yeah. he is by far one of the funniest youtubers slash twitch streamers i have watched yeah his use of uh facial expressions along with uh good old camera zoom in 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 the right moments goes yeah. a long way with pay money uh he's he, I mean, he's not like great at video games by any means. No, but he uh, he talks to his chat, and the interaction with his chat is so great, especially because anybody who donates can essentially submit a video for him to watch and react to on the spot. Which seems to be after after watching him, I seem to be seeing a lot of people starting to do that. Yeah, I feel like he was one of the major. Sweet Anita has a segment of her yeah. show that where she does that too, and so watching him do that is really great but in, in general he's actually really uh really funny and real pleasure to watch oh my god like i i, I think some of his like most i go through like his youtube videos a lot and i watch his youtube and his youtube is absolutely hilarious and like there are there are just like some that are just stream highlights and they're fucking great. They, like I caught something live the other day where so he's trying to work because he's a bigger dude. Yeah, so and he's yeah. trying to work out. He was like doing something where like he would roll a workout dice and then he'd have to do it between like games he was playing. Mm -hmm. And one of them was a plank for like a minute i think it was and he was just like no that's impossible i can't do it look how he's like look how fat i am i can't do it and then he puts on like inspirational speeches and he's just like all right i'm gonna do it and he gets down and he starts doing this plank and the chat is just blowing up and they're just like they're like my boy you could do it and it's just like going like a fucking mile a minute and like he ends up doing it for like two minutes yeah. and he gets out of it and it's just it's like those moments in twitch where you're just like this is insane that i'm a part of this that i'm sitting here witnessing someone do something as doing a plain plank. as a plank but for some reason i'm so interested and hyped up because of it yeah it's uh it's a very big brother voyeur uh world we live in and yeah. you you gotta find those you gotta find those nice moments with uh people like the sweet anita and pay money wubby well yeah nice so go subscribe nice. to all three of those people check yeah. it out oh also i got my number up here 481 hours and 22 minutes <laughs> fuck you <in> destiny <laughs> i don't think i've driven a car that long <laughs> that's uh and yeah. that's since like may of this year oh, gross. that's nuts so i can honestly say it's my favorite game Clearly. We're not there yet. Yeah, we can talk about that. <laughs> I came out in 2017. Uh, we'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> I'll do it. Okay, go. Because you wanted it, now I want it. Okay, do Let's it to me. <laughs> do it to me? Yeah, fuck me. Gross. All right, so spoilers, I don't watch a lot of Twitch streamers. Oh, really? So my list might be a touch bit unconventional. Mm -hmm. One of these people might not be technically a streamer, but that's okay, because fuck it. Sure. Ow. It's as close as I'm going to get. Number three on my list um, is a guy who kind of blew up for a hot minute there all over the internet websites because of what he does. 
Uh, he streams on Twitch, so it counts. Yes. And he runs a timer, so it's like he's speedrunning, so it counts. I don't... Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be a speedrunning streamer. It's a speed... The opposite of speedrunning. <laughs> but I went with Kit Boga. He's great. Um, and for those who don't know what Kit Boga's deal is, is... As I said, he's not a gamer. He's not playing games on his Twitch channel. Nope. Uh, what he's doing... I mean, he's playing games. He's playing a very fun game, <laughs> uh, but not video games. Uh, but what Kit Boga does is he takes the phone numbers that you find on scammy pop-up ads oh. and websites and proceeds to call them and through the very clever use of voice filters and being able to think on his feet super fucking quick um <laughs> tries to see how long he can keep these scammer assholes on the phone yeah. and just fuck with them for hours at a time it's yeah. great no he's he's great i didn't so good uh, judging by the name i didn't know who you were referring to mm-hmm. but now that you yeah this guy's great i will say it's kind of a it's a chore to watch this guy because it, it goes can be. on for a long time it, yep yep yes. a long time and That's granted the idea. yeah it feels justified of course honestly i just ever want to see the end result of the scammers being angry but and that's the beauty is because you know it's coming mm-hmm. you know yeah. they're going to be very angry mm-hmm. and just the longer it goes on the better the payoff is yeah like you get those one threes got him on the phone for like an hour and a half yeah and then it's just like no nothing like you're getting nothing because you're a fucking idiot yeah and then they lose their minds and it's hilarious Yeah, because he, he usually drops the old lady voice at the end yeah, he'll drop whatever voice he has on to and God tell damn him it, it is his old lady voice fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's so it is. It's so good. It is a very good old lady voice. Uh, Kit Boga, check him out. Again, not games, yeah. but the best games. I mean, to be fair though, over half of Twitch isn't games anymore. Yeah, yeah. I know. Technically, it, it's shocking how angry these scammers get. So mad. Shocking. So mad. To the like, point where they're like screaming and cursing him out. Yeah, mm-hmm. like death threats. Like, oh, yeah. You are the bad person here. <laughs> how do you not get it? He did yeah. get somebody uh, a year or two ago where he got somebody on the line. He did this, his whole thing. And at the end, was just like, he's like, hey, look, I'm not going to get you anything for your scam. The guy on the phone generally didn't know that he was scamming people. <laughs> And he quit on the phone with Kiboga. Yeah. Kiboga convinced him, like, told him what he was doing. And, and, like, the guy had no idea. Yeah, they just work for a call center. And so he's... They follow a script. He literally, on the phone, quit his job and left. Because he realized he was scamming people. Good times. I mean, that's one less in the world. But, unfortunately, there's a lot of them. I get a lot of calls still. (laughs) Scam Likely is my best friend. (laughs) Uh, what's next? On uh, moving right along. Um, so I want to hear you say this one out loud. Nakey Jakey. Ah, I never heard of this guy. Um, he's not a Twitch streamer. What the hell? But oh. it's tangentially related. That's a big word, and I don't like yeah, it. Don't it's like as close it. as I have someone in my life that's a streamer. You're basically that I can put stupid. on this list. He's a YouTuber. Um, he does YouTube videos for this channel. Does he stream on YouTube at least? Probably not, but that's uh, fine. Maybe, maybe. How about maybe? Might okay. as well. We might, as well maybe? Just, might as well just pick Markiplier. Will you take a maybe? No, I'll take a maybe. Okay, Thank you. fine. Thank you. I'll take a maybe. I guess. Uh, but what no, he does that, is, I'm sorry. Now that he wants to take it, I don't want it. <laughs> that's fine. I just need one of you. I just need one of you. I don't need both. You know, what? if Nick's out, I'm out. I'm back in. Okay, then. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Nicky Jakey, what he does, he's a fairly a younger guy, probably early early to mid twenties, a little bit younger than us. Uh, well, me and Nick anyway, probably about the same age as you. Hey, thank you for acknowledging how old I am. But minus like twenty. But <laughs> 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 what he does is he just makes videos about shit he cares about in video games. Like specific. So good. It's fucking delicious. It's a good beer. Um, he does well. Typically, he doesn't do very critical stuff, but he did just do a video about... Cool. Oh, that, I should have put that on my streaming list. I didn't even think oh, about that. I, 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 I thought it would be unfair to have it in two <laughs> categories. That's I get it. All right, cool. Honorable mention, Critical Role. Mm. But he does, he does a lot of videos, not just specifically about video games, but most of them are, but about stuff from his youth, um, stuff that he was just always very passionate about. Um, one of the first videos I saw of his that really kind of got my attention to him was the Flash Games Mattered video. Oh, I watched that. just a fucking video about him talking about... Oh, I know about, who this guy is. Yeah, Snakey Jake, he's great. Okay, I, I didn't know who he was when, so by good. his name, but I do remember the Flash Games video. Yes. He, he, ha- he has a very similar editing style to Pay Money Wubby. Gotcha, okay. So you would probably really like Pay Money Wubby. Fair enough. Uh, but very funny, very nostalgic style videos. Yeah. Uh, specifically that one talking about Flash games, like addictinggames.com, yeah. newgrounds.com, those games. that kind of shit. God, do you um, remember just how awesome Spank that shit monkey? was? Of course, everybody does. I'm a big Bloons fan, okay? <laughs> Bloons is still around. They just released Bloons TD6. No Fuck doubt. That. I love Stupid. Bloons. <laughs> you, know the, you know what they don't make? Whatever game that was about the school shooting, Pico's Revenge or whatever. No, they don't Jesus that anymore. Christ. They don't I, make that. That was a different time. I can understand why they don't make that anymore. Um, yes, there's a video about scholastic book fairs and how much fun those, those things fucking were. were. Bitching. I, I remember trying to get money for those all the time. Uh, how cool cheats used to be in video games and how those went away. I remember buying cheat um, books. Just all sorts of cool ass shit. Like, his videos are super entertaining. He has a very good editing style. It's very funny. He's very comical. Yeah. But it's watch Nicky Jakey. He's a fucking great video making dude, which is close enough to streamer for me to include him on my list. Yeah, sure. I mean, alright, I'll take it. Nicky Jakey. Okay. Uh, number one on my list, I put Giant Bomb I guess they're not a t- traditional streamer. If it's on Twitch, but they it do they do stream on Twitch. Well, then there you go, yeah. dude. Okay. Like just say it. I Giant think bomb. you got to understand your idea of a typical streamer is no longer the typical streamer. I know the typical streamer is pretty much Alinity. She's playing Twister by herself with her tits out. Well, that sounds... And pretending to be a Pokemon, I guess? Yeah, sometimes. And then she green screens and does fucking ASMR. It's fucking weird. Yeah, but she makes more money than all of us combined. (laughs) Yeah, like three times over. So Giant Bomb. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. They're a fucking institution at this point. They just had their 10th year anniversary this year. Wow, that's a big bomb. Come that's on, good. Dude. That's the honestly the funniest thing he said. Like, but that's it's insulting. It, <laughs> it is important, I think, just because video game websites like to stick around and not change ownership like seven times. Come on, Game FAQs is still a thing. That's true, technically, but it's also part of Gamespot now, which is a part of CNET. It's <laughs> weird. That's a weird. Yes, it's like it's weird. Ford brought to you by Burger King. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> Um, but just giant, they've giant bomb makes good fucking content. They have, they always have, and they continue to do so. Mm-hmm. And being smart enough to fucking look ahead, um, because they were doing what they called quick looks, which was live, not live streams, but live to tape at the time, but just long, long let's plays before let's plays were a thing. They were doing those kinds of videos. Um, just being very smart about forward thinking of live streaming shit before that was a thing to do. They built their own fucking player 
to live stream their videos for back before YouTube live streaming was a thing. Mm-hmm. Before Twitch existed, they were doing live streams. Okay, Grandpa. It was. Just, <laughs> I'm just saying it's. It, and they still continue to do really good stuff um, while evolving into the modern modern aesthetic, but not selling out, quote unquote, uh, because they're staff... one of them are a meme now. <laughs> no, he doesn't work for Time Out anymore. Wow. <laughs> you out to do his own thing? You're thinking of Drew Scanlon. Yes. Beautiful Drew. Wait, blinking guy. Yeah. Yeah, that one. I don't think Nick goes on I, the internet. I don't know what that is, okay. actually. Well, fuck you. I, I, I honestly, I never found anything appealing about Giant Bomb. I've tried so many times. I've tried Great podcasts content. you've tried to tell me about. I've tried to give them a listen. Great for podcast. some reason, I just, uh, so I, I just could never, uh, never get into it. So. so good. Their latest live stream they started to do is Die Another Friday. Okay. Uh, which is Dan Riker trying to play through Goldeneye on Secret Agent difficulty. Oh, which is really fucking hard to do, That's especially tough. in 2018. Yeah, no. It, <laughs> uh, which is get- made for some great content. Yeah, it doesn't work well. No. Our, our bodies are not attuned to one joystick game. <laughs> no, not at anymore. all. <laughs> so. Oh, oh, it sounds awful. I can feel the joystick <laughs> yeah. just by thinking about it. Not, it's, a, not a good thing. They do a weekly show, Unprofessional Fridays, as part of their members program, um, which is them playing just kind of random shit, just trying to see what's out there, old shit they'll bring back and play. They constantly stream old fighting games as part of their Ranking of Fighters show, which is just them playing old fighting games and over time building a list of the best fighting games, which looks fucking ridiculous which, now because you have awful-ass games like number seven, just because the list isn't very big. Well, yeah, because um, they're all terrible. So. But, then, but then that list goes out to the fighting game community and they see it and they're like, how the fuck do you think King of Fighters 95 is the fourth best fighting game of all time? And it just, that makes it funny for me. Yeah. But it's... Hey, Grandpa. It's always been good. Yeah. I will watch it until I... 1985 was like 30 years ago. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. We are aware. Uh, Giant Bomb. Check them out. I tried. I I hope uh, the audience fares better with it. I don't know. Quality content. Not my thing, personally. I used to listen to the podcast a lot. Listen to it again. Mm. Now's the time. There's never been a better time. I got Critical Role. Giant Beastcast. They have two podcasts now. Beefcast? Giant Beefcast. That's the East Coast one. All right. right. They have two podcasts a week. Okay. I guess it's uh, it's on my... All right. So the sketchy goes to... No, I haven't gone yet. yet. Oh, Oh, God. Wow, man. That's real hard. That's the funniest thing you ever said, actually. (laughs) Still insulting. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So for my number three, I have a seagull. A underscore Seagull. Yeah. This uh, is the Overwatch streamer, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, he doesn't just stream Overwatch, though. Uh, granted, it is his primary game. He used to be a pro. Uh, he used to be a part of the Overwatch League. He has since retired, uh, which seems weird to say because they only had one like one season. And right. So it, it's weird to say that. But uh, He in- played for Texas, didn't he? Uh, Houston, beyond yeah, I think it was Houston. To be honest with you, I don't entirely know what team, uh, but he's a great Overwatch player, and I'm Hmm. I'm still interested in watching people uh, play Overwatch here and there, uh, just to see new strategies, especially because they are still releasing new heroes and stuff like that. Granted, it's not uh, my my big obsession like it was uh you know when it originally came out i don't play it as much but i still do enjoy it uh but as a streamer he's very interactive he's he's well spoken uh there's nothing fancy he doesn't even play with a camera 
Like Crazy. not nothing like that. But he's just a really good player. He has some really good input. Uh, he has some really great ideas, and he likes to challenge himself. So he tries out weird strategies. It's just good fun to watch. Yeah, nothing crazy. Yeah, that's really um, weird because a lot of the clips I've seen of him make him look like a huge asshole. To to be fair, I I've never seen uh, like X XCX or XQ XQC like that guy when I watch him when people were like, oh, he's amazing streamer. Yeah, he's a really good Overwatch player, but the dude is a fucking dick. Like Ugh. I don't know. I now this was before Overwatch League that I saw a seagull being a dick. So maybe he's different now. I don't know. But, but like everyone bagged XQC and every time I watch him, the guy's just like bashing literally everybody he's playing with and it's unbearable to watch. I mean he's no ninja. That might be true. I don't watch Ninja. Ninja's a fucking train wreck. I I just don't watch Ninja. I I never found anything fast. No, nothing is good about Ninja. Ninja's awful. Yeah. He's doing something right. He's he's, a trending gamer of the year. I mean, he's playing Fortnite for 12-year-olds. He's he's on the cover of ESPN as the pro sporter of the year like Bam. it's weird it's he's a terrible role model i it's really bad it's not a good state it, it's strange that like the biggest uh like career that kids want nowadays is to be a professional streamer yeah, i don't know what play games all day yeah i don't know if i should find that sad and if we're not going to have anybody to build houses in 25 years <laughs> <laughs> like because they're all in their basements playing exactly. video games well when they make 13 cents from that YouTube AdSense revenue. I think they'll fucking figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. Saturation of the market. Uh, yeah. And it really is. I, I think we'll probably have like another two two or three year climb. And then I think there's going to there's gonna have to be a, a breaking point uh, for one influencers right. and two because there's a huge smartphone decline right now like a lot of a lot of people are you know with privacy breaches and everything yeah. like that yeah. a lot of people are not necessarily looking for more things to interact on their phone with it's right. becoming a bigger push nowadays to back away from that and actually True. like enjoy life which is probably a good thing yeah um so so much work we'll we'll see we'll see where people like ninja and other other uh streamers are at in a couple of years it'll it'll, it's a really interesting road that we're in right now because like i talk to my nieces like they want a youtube channel that's what they want to grow up and do is a youtube channel it's fucking crazy man that's the future um the at least that was like a year ago i don't know maybe they want to be doctors now um, who knows? Uh, my second favorite streamer is the Doc. Mm-mm. I love the Doc. Mm-mm. I still love the Doc. Uh, I don't watch him as much. I will say that uh, mainly because I, I I watch a very limited amount of streamers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't feel right including Critical Role onto this just because uh, I listen yeah. primarily to the podcast version, not the video sure. version. Makes sense. Uh, or that probably would have replaced the Doc, but. I still I have to give credit where credit is due. Whether I watch him the most, which is not the case, I do think he is still one of the most refined streamers out there with what he does production wise. Yes. Not that he's one of the best streamers. Not that he's one of the best gamers or anything like that. Uh, well, he might be one of the best streamers because I do I do think that the effort that he puts into his streams are are still above and beyond what anybody like who is actually getting the top views like summit and fucking ninja uh, ninja and tim the tap man and i 
I forget. There's there's other one other super popular guy that like Ninja and Summit like their webcam quality is garbage. I don't understand how they're not just upping their production value. It doesn't make any sense to me because they don't have to. They're they're making they realize so, they don't have to. They're making just so much money and they're just mm-hmm. doing the bare minimum. Yeah, I will say Doc still puts like his whole heart and soul into his stream. Yeah, which is nice to see because it creates a better product it does the thing is is i hated it i hate because he you know he had his whole thing where he went away sure because he had personal issues to take care of but when he came back like it just didn't feel the same he changed he changed the name of the club he changed like how he did everything which i mean i get you want to like you want to disassociate yourself with what happened but when you're a public figure like that and you try to push away something Mm mm-hmm all the people who watch you are going to do is push it back. Yeah. If you embrace it, nobody else is going to want to do Nobody's going to want to do anything about it. And that's what I, cause like he still gets donations. Like, like I, I will say like the first time he played, like he played pub. Yeah. When he came back, the person he was killed by was Dr. Disrespect my wife, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. So like by him pushing it away, people came at him more yeah. with like the jokes and like everything like that. People still give him donations where he'll start reading it and realize it's something about yeah. the scandal. And I'm like, eh, I just think if he would have embraced it, kept everything the same, just came back, things would have been so much better. But yeah, he he did change a lot uh, to, like you said, disassociate with that, which put me off to him for uh, a big, uh, uh, a large quantity of time. And plus, watching people play PUBG was very boring. Stuff like that it got played out. That's all his crowd wants. Just like Ninja playing Fortnite. You know, Fortnite. Right. You, there's only so long you want to watch one person do one game. Like I don't, yeah. I don't even want to play the game that long. <laughs> Like, why do I want to watch you? Granted, Doc made it more fun to watch it being played than actually playing it. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, even even with uh, the him changing the name of the club, which I disagree with, like is like Champions should, Club. Like that's it's so boring. boring. It's boring. It's bland. The the way way it was Slick Daddy Club. Like that just sounds. It's funny. It's just yeah, a funny name. It really is. So yes, I disagree with that. But production value wise, he still got it. He's still nailing it. He's still above and beyond any of the top streamers now that are getting the most views. Um, I still think he pulls pretty big numbers. Like, he was pulling 20K. I mean, he pulls big numbers, but he he's not pulling anywhere near, like, people like Tim the Tatman just watching Thursday Night Football. I don't even know who that person is. Neither. He's one of the bigger ones. It doesn't Perfect. matter. I think Critical Role, they hit 50,000 one night. I hope they did. Um, so that would be my number two, not because he is the best, but because his production value is the best and he deserves the credit for that. Uh, my number one, and, uh, I, I just love this channel is Rift Tracks, uh, 24 hour stream. They have it going on constantly. If you don't know what Rift Tracks is, it's the same people who were a part of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, yes. j- just kind of like the older cast, uh, that played the robots and one of the hosts. Yeah. Um, I won't say their names because honestly i can't remember them even though i should by now but you can look it up uh but it's on the always on channel on twitch and they're always playing their movies which they essentially do the same thing mystery science did which was play a movie and they make funny commentary over it they make fun of it uh they usually select a, a group of movies for the month to play 
and then uh, the next the next month they will rotate uh, most of them out, keep some of the ones that uh, people like in there uh, for a little bit longer. But it's usually a fresh rotation, you know, one or two different movies added each week. So, nice. uh, you know, it's it is a, a it is a bummer sometimes to jump in and see the same movie that you were just watching like two days ago. <laughs> right. Sometimes it's a great thing because they're just so good. But I've gotten so many hours of like just pure enjoyment and entertainment uh, watching these movies, you know, just streaming for free with the funny ass commentary uh, that it's easily my number one. And you can also, you know, if you have Amazon Prime, most of the movies that they show are also on Amazon Prime streaming network as well. Perfect. So you, if you ever miss something, you can go back and you can watch it. So Rib Tracks, it's awesome. Uh, they deserve a little bit of your attention if you're just looking for something funny to put on in the background that you don't actually have to pay that much attention to. So hmm. that's it. Very nice. Yeah, I tried. I tried watching Mystery Science Theater when they revised it, and it was okay. It's hit or miss. Uh, the episodes. I haven't watched the newest season yet. To be yeah. honest with no. you. Uh, but I actually did like the re- the revision, and I'm a big fan of the old ones as well. Um, oh, of course. I, I love Mystery Science Theater 3000, so uh, you should also be checking that out. <laughs> Beautiful. So that's it for streamers. We got one Ooh. more category uh, on this episode, and folks, that's music. 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 All right, that'll be it from us, us from us here. At do, the, do, do, uh, do, 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 do. That is it from us. No, we said music. N- no, 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 not, not, not the exit music. Um, uh, what, what we enjoyed. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. yeah. What did you enjoy? I don't know, Shane. Why don't you start us off, man? Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe not. Shane, Nick, <laughs> yeah. why don't you start us off? Then? I do. Okay, uh, I'll start us off. Oh. Uh. Yeah, Shane, you better. All right, take we're back to it. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so best albums, stuff we liked to listen to this year. On uh, my number three spot, I went with the Black Panther soundtrack. What? That's right. A soundtrack? Soundtrack is back in effect. You naughty nilly. Oh, you naughty Nancy. That's rude. You naughty num-num. Yeah, you nutty no-no. There's Not nothing a- wrong with listening to some soundtracks. Oh, okay. Not in me. What? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, I think he said nut in me. Nut in me. Nothing me. Nothing me? No thin me. What are we doing? Okay. Just say what you're thinking. Stop playing with the dice. I can't. It's the doom dice. I love it. The Black Panther soundtrack um, is what I went with. Just because it's a fucking good album. It's a phenomenal album. Um, Kendall Lamar. Kendall Lamar. I do <laughs> like those words. Kendrick Lamar. Um, doing a bulk of the work on this. Yes. Whether making songs himself or kind of curating some stuff mm-hmm. to put together. Um, just fucking top to bottom. Just very evocative of the feel of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, works incredibly well with the movie. And just it's... It, it's not just something that ties to the movie. It's also just good listening music. Yeah, like it's man. easy just to throw it on and fucking listen to it and enjoy yourself. Yeah, um, and 
Black Panther was a good movie. So, I mean, it was. Just tie that right on in there, right? Movie yeah. had the fucking best soundtrack. It was very. It knew how to, like, bring you down when it was, like, a bummer moment yeah. or hype you up when it was real fucking yeah. intense. Goddamn right. I'm pretty sure that's racist. Nah, goddamn it. I've done it again. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no. Um, Moving along here. Number two spot for me. I went with Doja Cat's Amala. Okay. I think that's how you pronounce that. Still not 100%. I think it's Amala. Amala. Um, Doja Cat, who fucking exploded this year. She uh, did. Thanks to Moo. Yeah. Um, did you watch the Genius yes, video on that? It's hilarious. I love it's it. So good. It's so funny because she starts it off and she's just like, I wanted to get into meme rap, so I did it. And then owned it. Exactly. To the T. She's like, I made this Beautiful. video in an afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like I wanted it to blow up and it did. It's like I, I, I can't I can't begin to fathom that level of taking something from your mind and making it such a reality. Yeah. Like yes. good for her. In like a, that's amazing. In the memeiest way, so that it would catch on to every subculture of internet. Oh my god. And just exploded in every single way possible. And it's such a great song too. <laughs> it's a good song. It's a, is that on this album? It no, is not. That was a single that she put out. But what happened is I listened to that and I was like, this is fucking cool. What other stuff has she got out there? Which led me to the album that she also put and out. And this, this album year. is great. It's a really good album. It's a, yeah. Surprisingly good. It's 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 moody, it's vibey, it's, it's energetic moody. at times. Huh. What? Fuck you, man. Fuck off. Um, it, just, I love the way she sounds. Like She has a great voice. She does. The way she flows she got lyrics it. out is fucking great, too. Fat booty. I mean, that doesn't hurt. Jesus Christ. Overall, I've never she's seen got a somebody body. with more junk in the trunk than her. <laughs> Good um, grief. I listen to this on repeat, just fucking all the time. I'll throw it on and just listen to it. It's just a good track. It's or good. good album from, again, yeah. being then. It's like every track I want to listen to. It's isn't a very the solid single, album. The, isn't Go to Town on this one, too? Yeah. Yep. That's that's like it's a first, fucking it's solid. It's actually the first track. That's yeah. what I yeah. thought. Okay, yeah. yeah it's it such a solid off. start to the album. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, that's that song is how I came to know her is is the genius from that. I'm like, who the who's this bitch with the cat ears? And and, and so I, I listened to it and it's like, okay, well I gotta watch the music video and then I was like, Wow, this is a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. Let me look her up. And then I didn't actually know anything about the move video until you sent it. I was like, I think I know her from somewhere and then I realized it was the same one from the go to town videos. I was like, Right. Yep. Good mm-hmm. for her. Stumbled for across her. that and was very happy. <laughs> no, very very good album actually. Very enjoyable listen. That song Moo actually made it on my top 100 on Spotify this year. <laughs> that would probably be on mine too if I looked. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I I don't I don't I'm upset at the songs that are like my or like my artists that are like my top 3 on my Spotify. <laughs> and it's not what I have here. So it's not reflective of what I actually like. A buddy that I play games with was kind of bummed because so he works in Best Buy Best Buy in the um the radio installations mm. that they do. They still do that. They still do that and he works Who's there. Getting radios installed in 2018. I don't People know who want good stuff. That is trashy. But yeah. That is trashy. His his top 100 actually mostly consisted of test tones that he played. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like he's like he's like it's really jarring because you'll be listening you'll be listening to something and jamming out and then all of a sudden it's just yeah. 
<laughs> my brother used to have one of those uh, CDs because he used to have yeah, yeah. just he, the test CDs. Yeah, the one it was called uh. like Alien Bass, and it just played like nothing but the bass tones over and over again. It mm-hmm. was the most pointless shit, but we thought we were so cool. Oh, good times. <laughs> uh, number one on my list. Um, it's a fairly recent album. Just came out at the end of November, uh, but something that I instantly fucking fell in love with um is it me nope you were gonna say dreidel though right some rap songs i was gonna say you okay some rap songs by earl sweatshirt earl song some rap songs by some rap sweatshirt i'm sorry (laughs) some rap songs by earl sweatshirt uh his first album since 2015 i was delayed a little bit due to the death of his father unfortunately Mm mm-hmm don't say unfortunately. You didn't know the guy. Who gives a fuck? I oh, would imagine on, for anybody, their father dying <laughs> would be an issue. That's not necessarily true. It was for him. He uh, says unfortunately because most people see their father dying as a bad thing. You're not. Oh, uh, you know what? We won't go into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this this is it's it's lo-fi as yeah. all hell. Um, vinyl scratches constantly sounds like it was recorded in somebody's fucking basement no 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 because it probably was i know the great thing is like i i listened to this album and i'm like and these guys think my musical taste is weird like this is like earl sweatshirt's great i've always like because he's he was a part of odd future right back when they were a thing and he was always on tyler's True. And this album is 15 tracks long. Yep, and also 24 minutes. Correct. (laughs) They were also, they were very short songs. (laughs) That's crazy. Which is... Yeah, some of the songs are a minute long. Which is good because some of the, like, backing ambient tracks are, like, if they went on for longer than that, I want to blow my brains out. (laughs) And that's saying a lot coming from me. Oh, it's... It's perfect. Just like throw it on, yeah, and just fucking do anything else, and just let it happen to you. Let it. But then, if you want to fucking pay attention and really listen to the lyrics, it does get really kind of in depth and kind of touching at times too. It's it's fuck it. Mm, 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 mm. And the way that, and partially because they're so short, <laughs> you fucking listen to the whole album. Oh yeah, before, before you, you know even it. realize the whole thing's over. No, absolutely. <laughs> and it's looping around again, and you're just listening to it all over again. Yeah, I. I I remember, uh, like when it first came out, it got a lot of buzz. It was, it's actually a really highly praised like album this year. It's kind of crazy on how much I've heard about this album. So I, yeah. when when you put it on your list, I finally went through and I listened to the entire thing, uh, which doesn't take you long. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, like you said, uh, and granted, I don't think I actually listened to the last like four four tracks actually, because oh. uh, after like ten tracks of any album, I just don't give a fuck. It's like Drake's <laughs> album. Why do you need like? Oh, I 20? thought you were gonna say Dreidel. <laughs> He's got you there. Now that's the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> Still insulting, but thank you. Um, <laughs> and so, like, Drake's album is way too long. I love Drake, but yeah. that was, like, one of the most unbearable albums. You don't need double albums. albums anymore. Yeah, no. No, nobody ever needs that. Uh, Pusher T's album's, like, fucking 20 tracks long. I don't need that shit. Meek Mill's album's, like, 20 song song i get it you were in jail get over it like i don't need that many songs make it six make it six real good ones this one luckily it had 15 but they were all like a minute 40 long so it was yeah, very great. easy it's listen perfect weird backing tracks yes the instrumentals are off the chart weird ambient yes. noises which yes. is, should be something i should love it's so good it's so weird it's that so it's... unconventional and lo-fi mm-hmm. And it, it's it's everything ex- about it. It's hits experimental. Every, it's fucking fantastic. It, it's a solid album if you're looking for some uh, a different type oh. of rap. Check it out. Check it out. Yes. Number one. Number one. 
right. Or two for 50. Nick. No. It's Let's in. go clockwise. Let's go clockwise if you're facing the other way and looking at the clock. Okay, we get it, Andy. You want to <laughs> go next? Just fucking say so. Oh, me? Oh, I guess I could go. Now, that's the funniest thing he's ever said. Oh, come on. <laughs> I feel like we're regressing. <laughs> Hi, I like music. I listen to music this year. I actually had a hard time picking this list because I actually didn't listen to a whole lot of new music this year, and there wasn't really uh-huh. a lot of lot of stuff that came out that I actually enjoyed. Um, I couldn't tell by you only having one pick up until, like, the last two days. <laughs> I'm like, this guy just doesn't get how list works. <laughs> like, what's his problem? <laughs> like, I don't get it, man. Man. I, I yeah, I really didn't listen to a whole lot of new music, but then I had to really think about it, and I I guess I, I came up with a couple that I did listen to that I really enjoyed. Number t- three, yeah, number three. I don't still want to start in the middle. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Three. Now that's the funniest thing. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, number three on my list uh, is "Escape from Hood Mountain" by Froggy Fresh, mm. formerly known as Krispy Kreme. Mm. Fair enough. Because I, his music just fucking tickles me. Mm. Oh, for sure. Mm. Nick doesn't like it. Obviously, uh, this I'm isn't getting fan. this isn't getting a sketchy uh, anytime soon. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I think he's surpassed what he is because he's one of those people that's still around. Where you like the doc? You know the doc is uh, a, a a character. Right. You know I thought you were gonna say Christian. No, you know <laughs> I was gonna say Dreidel actually. Okay. Uh, but you know that the doc is a character. Yeah. You know that that's not how Guy Beam is. With this guy, with Froggy Fresh, I don't know if this is an act that he's putting on or if this is how he actually is. I think it started as an act, and now he he got Inception, and he doesn't know when to stop. He doesn't know who he is anymore. So it's like... It's such an enigma because, like, I don't know. I don't know what this guy is. But his songs are hilarious. They're still, like, it's the same... It's like the same style of song, but it's so fucking funny. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. And that's fine. I hate your fucking blender music or whatever you called it last year. (laughs) Blender music. Wow. That's hurtful. I wouldn't use hate for anything. Now, that's the funniest thing you've said all day. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, You know, listening to it, I I will say, all right, so I hate this guy's voice. I really do. (laughs) I, I feel like that's the idea, though. I really, I think he wants you to hate his voice. It. But there are like there's standout tracks like "Stolen Bikes 3, which is fucking ridiculous. I don't want to talk about it. I I hate talking about this. And "Street Rangers 2. and "Street Rangers," the <laughs> "Street Rangers 2 and it's like "Stolen Bikes 3. They he loses some some of his southern twang that I find like. That's that's really what bothers me. I think about his voice is the southern twang that he uses. That's the best part. These two songs, he kind of loses that, and the music in the background isn't actually all that shitty, and he sounds almost like a soulful, like, lo-fi, like, singer. I, it actually, like, it makes me think that he could do something better. <laughs> and, and, and so when he loses that southern twang, and it's just like, if I... It, these two songs if i didn't know it was froggy fresh or crispy cream whatever his name is if you just put it in front of me with the music and try not to pay too close attention to the ridiculous lyrics which is fine <laughs> the lyrics are fine uh i would actually not think that it was who it was i would think it was some like almost southern like not southern twang but a southern like soulful hip-hop artist and i would be okay with that 
but everything else on this i there's only so many things i want to hear about mike on and i i've heard it for the past like 10 years i feel like and it's a rinse and repeat album to me i understand why you love it because because I mean, it's hilarious okay 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 that's great i'm happy for you number two on my list Go figure. It's a brand new John Zena action figure. Different album. <laughs> I know. Still funny. Uh, number two is somebody who transitioned from making uh, vulgar comedy YouTube videos to doing the lo-fi hip-hop kind of jam. Uh, a lot of people knew him on YouTube as Filthy Frank. Mm-hmm. He is now in the music industry as Joji. And his album is called Ballads 1, all capital letters, numeral 1 at the end. And it is phenomenal. I ended up listening to half of these songs on repeat because he kind of released them one after the other as singles. And then he released like the whole album with a few other songs peppered in. And I've listened to songs like Slow Dancing in the Dark on repeat, Test Drive on repeat over and over and over again just because like the everything from the beat to the lyrics to the way he sounds are great and it's fucking great like he set out again another person who set out to do something and in my opinion succeeded and made it a reality for himself and i'm really proud of him for that i'm surprised you didn't go poppy on this one Ooh. That's an honorable mention. There you go. But that's only because the the album itself I don't like because it is pop. Yeah. But she made a song that's a metal song, and it's fucking wonderful. Uh, I, di- I did listen to uh, Joji. Uh, I actually didn't dislike this one. It was lo-fi, weird instrumentals as well. Did you, yeah. get, did you get to Slow Dancing in the Dark? I listened to all the songs at least for a little bit. Okay. I, I'm not going to tell you I can put pick it out from what you said but i actually enjoyed a lot of the beats on here Mm -hmm. uh just because it was actually more ambient than i expected it to be it wasn't like just a straight hip-hop album or something no there there are some songs there where it kind of touches in a mumble rap sense territory the way he starts singing yeah uh, which i'm not i definitely felt that I'm not a huge fan. No, of that. I think I want to say he did that ironically, but I don't know because he still does. He's still funny. Like he still does comedy stuff because he's uh, on uh, First We Feast a lot, mm-hmm. and he like he has a show on First We Feast with uh, Young Brian. I think that's his name. Part of I don't know. They had a they had a a fucking banger song this yeah. summer. Mm. But uh, yeah, no, he's he's great. I still and he he made a music video for Slow Dancing in the Dark, and it's just so weird. It's such a weird video. It makes no fucking sense. It's shot in four three, so it's pillar boxed. It it just it's just weird. Hmm. It, it's an odd. I recommend watching it just for the sake of watching it because sure. it's fucking odd. Sure. Um, but my number one pick for best album this year is actually kind of like a compilation of acoustic songs from their previous albums. Uh, and it's their, it is Acoustic Volume 2 by Bayside. Now, uh, I don't know if you guys know about Bayside. They've been around mm-hmm. since, I think, the year, I think 2000 was when okay. their first album came out. And I've been listening to them since like 2005. And they have been a big part of my life for the last, like, 15 years. Okay, so now knowing what time period they came out with, it makes complete sense on why they sound the way they sound. Yeah, they're, they've been around for a while. They're a very early aughts 
sounding type band. Yeah. The vocalist is that very whiny, like, aughts singer type. It's like like Blink-182, mm, Newfound yeah. Glory, New- Sum 41, I, that yeah, kind of I would have said Newfound Glory for sure. Yeah. Um, no, they're, they are amazing. I have yet to find an album of theirs that I didn't like. And the nice thing about this is it takes a lot of their music, which is not, it's not heavy. It's not metal. It's definitely like punk mm-hmm. kind of music, punk rock, not like punk rock, like it's bouncy. It's bouncier. It's like, I was like, I'll call it punk alternative ish, yeah. whatever. Um, and they kind of take it and they soften it and they make almost like a brand new song out of it. And it's because like most bands, when they, when they take a song and they make it acoustic, they just like, oh, we're going to play the same song, but not an acoustic guitar. They take one song and they almost entirely change the sound of it. They divide hmm. it in three. Okay. That wasn't the funniest thing I've ever said. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that. And uh, I went to their show. They were actually here in Detroit last month. Yeah, last month on the 27th. And I took our newest patron, Nate, Mm. for his birthday to go to that show. It was at the shelter in Detroit. Oh, my God. Which one? The one under St. Andrew's Hall. Anyway, uh, they were. it was an acoustic show. And they were playing all acoustic songs. And I went into the show like I'd go into every concert where I say, I'm not going to buy anything. Everything here is way overpriced. I can buy it online if I need it. I'm not going to buy anything. And I left that show with a t-shirt because I had so much fun. It was great. It was reliving old songs that I absolutely love. And this this album, I, I swear, this album's great I'll, I'll put this on repeat and i know all the words to every song and i sing along and it's the probably if i were to if you were to put a gun to my head and said pick your favorite band right now it'd be this band fair enough okay all right i right. i i listened to it i agree that it was uh it was bouncy it had some bouncy moments it makes a lot of sense given uh the age that they you know that they were making music on why they sound the way they sound because mm-hmm. i put like I, I like the music i like the composition i like how bouncy it is but i i did didn't really care for the singer's voice too much because it was that newfound glory type I, a lot of people yeah when they say they don't like bayside that's the one thing they say they don't like yeah personally Personally, I I love it. I yeah, think, I it, think he sounds great. I, I I put I can understand it's Andy's thing. Mm-hmm. I can you know? see that. So it's not my thing, but yeah, fucking great, Nick. Great. I don't like. Hi, oh, I'm I, Tony the Tigra. No. Hi there. Well, what about, about Tony? You? Oh, uh, honorable mention Tony Boner this year. Tony Boner, fucking banger. Oh Tony my Boner. god, he literally banged her. Bam. Um. Uh. Yeah. So I'll get to mine real quick. I, I won't take too long on my album, so we can wrap it up. And plus, I have actually a, a couple honorable mentions because, uh, ironically enough, I actually did listen to a lot of music that I enjoyed this year, which is hey. not normal for me. Bam. I don't like music. Uh, my number three is the uh, Black Panther, the album. Just like Shane, Kendrick yeah. Lamar kills it, writing, producing on this, and everybody who is featured pretty much kills it. There are some mm-hmm. tracks on there that are just bona fide fucking good. Hell yeah. And it's really surprising I like that it didn't get more play. And uh, granted, I feel like it might have won some awards, but... Uh, 
but I mean Kendrick Lamar is a goddamn treasure. And it uh, was nominated for best album. Okay, maybe maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I I doubt it would win. I doubt a soundtrack would win. It could. It could, and it sh- it was it was very well put together, and is probably one of the best soundtracks. Not scores, soundtracks. Right. Soundtracks. Because it's not just like number one hits from like whatever time frame being thrown on an album for a movie right exactly. uh, like like it used to be this is very curated for this movie mm-hmm. and stuff like that it's through and through if you like rap if you like good rap uh this is one of the albums of this year to be w- listening to yeah uh my number two pick it's gonna be uh janelle uh janelle Monet's dirty computer dirty Dirty computer. Now, honestly, one of, one of the things that really sold me on this album, uh, other than all the songs being extremely uh, catchy, there there are some misses here. I'm not going to say it's a perfect album, but when it hits, it hits. Yeah. Um, she's a great singer. She's a great artist. And also, um, there is like a 45-minute uh, music video that accompanies a good majority <laughs> of this album. Damn. She almost made it into a, like a Black Mirror episode that leads into like each song. Damn. And it's one of the weirdest, most well-shot music videos I've ever seen in my life. Um, I, it's so good. Like it just, it popped up on my YouTube feed one day and I was like, why the fuck is this a 45 minute music video? And it's almost the entire album, but put in a, uh, music video and story, uh, version. It's got, it stars Tessa Thompson as well. You, You would know her from, you know, uh. She was the Valkyrie and okay, gotcha. yeah, you know, you know, oh. yeah. Uh, so she's in most of the videos. Wow, and that's stuff pretty like that. cool. I'm not, I'm not being sarcastic. I, that sounded I, so I, sarcastic. No, I'm really super, not. Really not. Sounded really sarcastic. You don't see it. You don't see a lot of big names in music videos anymore. Like that used to be a thing like ten years ago, but you don't see that anymore because music videos are you know pretty much yeah. dead now. I think these uh, they're involved uh, with each other because they sexually. Are, yes. Uh, I believe they are lovers. <laughs> Either way, it's a, it's one of the best shot music videos um, yeah, through okay. and through. It's so long, but honestly, if you just skip through and just watch some of the visual uh, visuals, they're, they're just amazing through hmm. and through, as well as the album has some fucking great music. So that's okay. why that got number two. It was, close to number, it was close to number one for me, actually. The only re- reason it gets etched out is because Tesla Boy released an album uh, and you know me. I'm a sucker for Tesla boy. Uh, I have been since uh, one of our patrons, Bradley Jones, uh-huh. uh, showed me to him uh, so long ago, like 2008. Um, Bradley and, motherfucking Jones. Exactly. And Thanks, I've been, buddy. I've been a huge fan of Tesla boy, and I'm so happy to see that he released another album, and it's called Remedy. Uh, there are some songs I, I don't care for on it, but a lot of them I, I love. I could put it on repeat. I... I dig the dude's voice. I dig the music through and through. It's just an enjoyable album. Is it the best Tesla Boy album in my opinion? No, not even. But I'm just so excited by uh, him releasing new stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I'm, I'm just gonna throw him on number one just because I'm a fanboy. So hey, you do what you that's just do. the way it is. Yeah, I do what you gotta do, dude. I know, man. <clears throat> I do have uh, three 
honorable mentions as well. I won't even oh get too deep dig deep into them. Uh, sure. Jeff Goldblum's jazz album. It's, I have to listen to that. It's, it's great. He does sing on it um, as well, but honestly, he's a great piano player and he okay. has a great jazz band behind him. Uh, Tommy Cash, uh, his album, Yes. Tommy Gash is a fucking... Tommy Gash. W- Tommy Gash. Uh, Tom, <laughs> Tommy Cash is uh, like a Estonian rapper okay. or something like that. Uh, I forget. I mean, he might be from a, a different uh, European country, but this guy is fucking weird. He is so great. He he does sing in uh, English. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely not his uh, first language for sure. Yeah. But also his music videos are some of the most fucking out weird videos i've ever seen in my life for music videos huh. uh you should be checking out tommy cash he's okay. uh, since he is like european since like the trance and like bass like mm-hmm. almost what we've grown out of like from like the early 2000s is still huge over there it's some of that stuff as well but hmm. i i just suggest that you go watch some of his uh music videos from the past couple of months uh, it's really, really impressive from a name that you don't know that well hmm. uh, to have such production values behind them. So it's it's just like Janelle Monae's like, uh, album where the visuals help sell it so much better than just the album would. Uh, and then my uh, last honorable mention is Travis Scott's Astro World, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, a very solid rap album. Uh, especially the song Sicko Mode. For some reason, when I hear it, I just get fucking hyped. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that goddamn song. It's, I've heard that song it's before. So good. Unfortunately, up until it gets to like Drake's part, and I could like you cut that out of the song, like I'm I would be fine with it. But uh, like eighty percent of this album is really really good, and then the other twenty percent you can just. Put it in a blender. Absolutely. So put it in a dreidel. Those are mine. You had an honorable mention too, Shane. Oh, yes. I forgot. Yes. I'm glad it got knocked down to an honorable mention because I actually didn't like this album. (laughs) I didn't either. Eminem's Kamikaze. I don't get it. No, nothing. Just like last time, like we didn't get it. (laughs) The thing I the thing that we that I realized with Eminem is that he goes through a cycle Mm -hmm. of like uh, like oh my, you guys didn't like my last album. Wh- wh- fuck you. Here I'm coming back, old Slim Shady. I'm coming back. I'm old coming Slim's back. Coming. And then he's like, "Oh, you didn't like it. F- f- fuck you." He was gonna say dreidel. <laughs> I-, I like this a lot. It was a lot of the old Eminem. A lot of fire behind him, taking shots at fucking everybody in the game. I I'll give it. Burning to you. bridges left and right. I'll give it to you. Kamikaze was better than. The, the last album that you spoke so highly of, like when, once I got a chance to listen to what it was revival, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just, I didn't get why you liked it. It's I, a controversial album. It, it's just, I'll admit. It's just not like, I, I, I thought it was a, a boring album for Eminem. Like Eminem, what he needs to do is he needs to stop releasing full albums. And I know I'm, I'm sure as a, <laughs> as a musician, like it's, it's hard to like, hear that and that's not to say he's bad at what he does he could have cut a few tracks from this i'm not gonna say you couldn't have if he just released five tracks it would be 
pure fire. People would fucking love it. Kill Shot was great. Kill Shot was a rebuttal video. Like it was great. It was better than the fucking album. It was good. <laughs> Machine Gun Machine Gun Kelly reaction to the album was better than the album. And then finally, like I disagree. Kill, then Kill Shot came out, and then it was like, okay, do that like five times, and you got like. Well, he needs people to come at him i know but nobody's going to no they're not stupid exactly because i'll give it to him he's still the best at like doing stuff like that i'm an eminem stand from way back i always will be fucking deal with it i, I marshall mathers lp2 is the last good eminem album no kamikaze is incorrect like it goes from like the song rap god to like kill shot and that's pretty much like the baseline of eminem songs for me the rest <laughs> is like like kamikaze it did have a few good songs it's just like kill it, it, it could have been just cut down in half easily and it would have been a better movie would have movie been a- <laughs> Yes, I'm. I start for some reason. My brain started thinking of like a movie like Interstellar, where it was still a good movie, but it would have been better if like an hour was cut off of it. (laughs) So like it could have been better just with less. I liked it. I know you did. That's why you put it as an honorable mention, Boo Boo. I liked it. All right, so that's that's Boo Boo. That's enough this time around, guys. Okay, we got we got to cut this shit out. It's too much. (laughs) Um. All right, so so we're we're going to end part one. Uh, make sure to come back for part two. We want to thank our patrons. Yes. Yeah, I know. I don't, feel, I don't. So thank you to all the patrons and everybody who's listening uh, this far. I know these are longer Ugh, ones, and I'm trust so me, we, we feel it too. <laughs> um, and then uh, we're gonna get back to it. So next week we will have part two. After that, we will be taking a short break. Uh, and uh, so we will see you for part two. Anything you guys want to add into it? Bye. Thanks. Okay. So uh, <laughs> tell everybody, tell your uh, you know, whatever, we're the best podcast you're not listening to. Dreidel. Uh, dreidels. And do yourself a favor. And stick around for some more. Sketchy part two. nonsense-ish. Part two. Oh, okay. Yeah, part two. Stick around for part two. <laughs> Coming in one week. Milk me. Milk me like a bull. You sound like you are the Milk daddy. Milk me like a bull. He's the daddy or Milk I'm me the daddy? like a bull. Uh oh 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 So is he the is he the daddy? Well no, he's talking to daddy. Uh, are you are you daddy? You're daddy. Your daddy. You sound like <sighs> you sound like the daddy. Oh my daddy is so wet. I'm not wet, so I can't be the daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my daddy is so hollow. I make goo. Oh, I make goo. I'm making goo. I make goo on you. Oh, don't don't wake daddy. (laughs) Don't wake daddy. Yeah, but the weird thing is... Daddy's waking up. Daddy's awake all the time. So it is... Daddy's always up. All right, cut. So in this scene, like, is daddy just up all the time? Like, daddy never sleeps? Daddy never sleeps. Daddy never sleeps. Daddy never sleeps. Well, daddy might sleep, but he is always up.
Get daddy sheets. If you Wait, oh, I'm know sorry. what I so mean. So is he requesting new bed sheets? <laughs> he needs this, new bed sheets. That's the is daddy. that the daddy old? needs the sheet. He needs to take a sheet, or he needs sheets. Are you looking for a bed covering or a toilet? Uh, That's a toilet. That's a toilet, right? Daddy needs sheets. Da- Don't wake me. Daddy needs sheets. Uh, Daddy needs sheets. Is he asleep? I'm pooping. He's pooping. Uh, no. He's not. All right. <laughs> whip. Go ahead. Wow. Whip, whip Daddy a little bit. Okay. Well, he's not moving. That makes it, that makes it a lot better. So far, so good. I'm sorry, I just keep spinning my whip. His whip's going in and out of something, and I'm not sure what. He has good movement. It's all highs that whip. The high whip. guys having fun with that one yeah <laughs> oh my goodness i'm gonna let you keep going on that one daddy loves all his children he just he is not wakeable just gotta get daddy's pussy trousers on <laughs> Daddy's going down on himself. <laughs> Daddy busy. Daddy is busy. Daddy's a busy man. Can we leave Daddy alone? Yeah, well, we can leave Daddy. <laughs> See you later, Daddy. We can't come back to this nursing home. <laughs> That's not even my daddy. I hate to break it to you. I'm not sure who's daddy. That's not my is. daddy either. I thought it was your daddy. I thought it was your daddy. He's trying to break down the door. Daddy loves ASMR. <laughs> Daddy loves ASMR. Here comes Daddy. Oh. This does sound like a backing track I would use on a music thing. <laughs> Gonna break those lights. One's already broken. Yeah. 